Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we are doing a one-shot of This Men Shall Know Nothing. It was written by Paul Fricker. It is from Blasphemous Tome number six, and our game master is Matthew Sanderson. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Matthew? All right, thank you very much, Tom. So, it is the early hours of Saturday, the 24th of March, 1945. Uh, the winds of war are very much blowing in one direction, and that direction is towards Berlin, very much with the Allies riding that wave. And there is a, there is a sense that the inevitable victory is just, or just over the horizon. And we are part, our group here, of Operation Varsity, a mission of the best part of 16,000 troops that are being catapulted behind enemy lines into Germany, looking to secure various passages across the Rhine so that there are, they are paving the way for the Allied forces to advance into Germany as easily as they can. There are thousands of aircraft uh, currently making the way across northern France, heading over the German border, in this huge military effort to say pave the way to Berlin. And in one such uh, glider, in this case, um, you have these various uh, planes pulling large gliders behind them that are pretty, by today's standards, pretty flimsy. They're just uh, wooden uh, frames with canvas over them, but they're still sturdy enough to carry a fair amount of equipment with them. The plan is that you are going to get into a particular drop zone and then your pilot will uh, disengage the glider. You'll swoop down uh, in a designated landing zone. You'll then meet up with other groups on the ground and proceed to your targets. So you're carrying in your particular glider, uh, glider there are 12 uh, soldiers, in, including yourselves. You have a Jeep. Uh, you've got uh, various fuel um, fuel, not tankers, uh, various fuel containers, uh, munitions, the kind of the normal standard weapons of war at your disposal. So we'll do a quick round of introductions as you're all strapped in uh, going down kind of the, if you imagine it as being a film, the camera kind of pans down the, uh, the centre of the glider, looking at you in pairs, looking across at each other between the, uh, between the other NPCs that are there. So we'll start with... Uh, Flint, how about yourself? My name is Flint Cormac. I am an Irish-born American. I uh, I believe strongly in uh, protecting the people that I care about, and uh, I'll pretty much kill anybody. But I'm highly reluctant to kill women and children. Uh, I am quite ugly. Uh, I took shrapnel to the face, but uh, fortunately, both my eyes are still working fine. Uh, I had the opportunity to go home, but I figured I'd finish out the war. Um, I'm used to looking at lots of mangled bodies, but to be perfectly honest, now it kind of turns me on a little, but that's my problem. I was not expected to hear that. Okay. Next, uh, Dylan, how about yourself? Sir, yes, sir. Todorov, Corporal Dylan, New York City, 
third ge- a second generation family comes from Russia. But I'm Star Spangled Banner, USA, and fuck the Krauts. I'm here to kick ass and take names. Thank you, sir. Well done. Carry on there. And James, how about you? Horrible James Drummond, uh, sniper specialist from the Highlands of Scotland. Uh, big, strong, uh, handsome, but very shy and quiet. Just here to do my duty. And everyone else has been around you long enough that they've been able to uh, to cut through that otherwise impenetrable accent. <laughs> yes, indeed. Sounds perfectly fine to me. Yeah, yeah, perfectly normal. <laughs> and Clyde, how about you? Reporting for duty, Corporal Clyde Bowen, Seventeenth Airborne Division, Combat Engineer Battalion. Reporting for duty, sir. Good. Very good. And last but not least, Richard. Or how, Richard. how do you pronounce that? Yeah. Richard. Richard Gautier, uh, demolitions man. Uh, also, I have taken some injury to the fist, uh, as uh, Cormac has. Uh, and uh, this is the good hand. The other people sometimes stare. However, I can still twist the wire and stick it into the explosive and so on. Uh, it seems as though we would finally drive the bush from the homeland. And uh, if I kill the very last one, it will not be quite sufficient to my taste. There we go. Bloodthirsty group indeed, with a couple of you got uh, born to kill written on your uh, helmets by the sound of it. <clears throat> right, you are proceeding in a nice uh, steady altitude. Um, there's the droning whir of the engines but then off in the distance you start to hear a rather distinctive uh, sound that you've probably heard before a thud 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 and the light the slight the night sky lights up with anti-aircraft shell uh flak starts uh, coming up from the ground and you can see a few of the planes that are off ahead of you start to get hit well uh, done there are, there are a few uh, of the gliders that you can see off ahead of you start to detach and start to go down. You are almost near your drop zone, but not quite. So you might be touch and go whether you get there, whether you get there in time. Uh, you do hear from up front uh, your uh, your captain, uh, Captain Luciano. Uh, they call him Lucky, uh, probably just the first name. Cabrera gives a uh, a yell. <laughs> Flint is uh, suddenly shocked there. <laughs> Um, gives a uh, gives a cry saying uh, we might have to detach and that as he turns around and says that there is an almighty boom underneath the, uh, the glider the whole glider shakes and flak starts for, or bits of metal start shooting up through the bottom of the canvas uh, glider uh, Cabrera takes one shot directly to the, uh, the bottom of his jaw ripping it almost in half so half of his face is falling off as uh, the sergeant next to him goes to reach for the controls and pulls the lever to put, um, to break the cord uh, connecting you to the plane. Um, can you give me a sand check for just having your pilot effectively lose, uh, lose his face right in front of you? Yes. Do you know how many Cabreras I've seen go down in this war? <laughs> I actually failed that. Fail. Yeah, failed it. Okay, uh, for those of you, those of you that fail, it's only a D three because you are somewhat hardened to uh, to stuff going down. 
but yeah, not not totally immune. It's a three. Also, the, the thought the thought mainly of your pilot suddenly being gone is the uh, the more terrifying thing. But yeah, I think there's there's rumors like he had like fifty brothers and sisters that have all been all been killed so far in this conflict. So it's about taking a terrible toll on that family. Just just brothers, I heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, the glider starts to go into a massive descent, and then starts to break. Your sergeant uh, desperately uh, reaches over for the controls and starts to pull them back. But all around you, there are just the sky is lighting up with these uh, with these flashes. Um, you can see around you also bits of the glider starting to burn. Uh, fuel cans start rolling around over the interior, and everything is starting to fly. Um, everything becomes chaos. There's uh, flat going everywhere. So definitely Corporal uh, Clyde's uh, seat is giving a good uh, representation of everything battered around here. And you can see below you just the ground keeps coming up towards you with increasing rapidity. You think this wherever you are, you look like you're landing somewhere that's fairly fairly heavily wooded and you come down with an almighty crash uh, the glider bounces along the floor the wings get torn off in the process and finally comes to a halt almost well the glider almost gets impaled but uh, the remains of what was once your captain cabrera gets a tree branch straight through the chest that also kills your uh, your sergeant hmm. uh poor fella uh, by the name of uh, sergeant sid edwards that also gets uh, completely obliterated. Uh, because this is, uh, well, you can see that fuel is rupturing from the cans, uh, the jeep's on fire, there are ammo shells roll, uh, rolling all over the interior of the burning glider. Can everyone give me a sand check to see if you can keep, uh, keep your shit together as you're now surrounded by a growing inferno? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> I should have... I should have failed the last one. This one. I should have, because I failed this one, which is more dangerous. Oh, <laughs> right. So it sounds like, uh, is it just James that fails then, or is that Richard as well? Yeah, I fail. Right, the, the two of you, James, uh, James and... Okay, Kevin, to get into the French, uh, Richard. Uh, the two of you just panic. Um, all around you, you suddenly look, you're taking stock, and you see the, 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 the poor uh, corporals next to you. A caught flak as they've come down so there's their chest have got burst open with wounds that have gone through and through you're covered in blood there's blood there's fire everywhere and you just panic uh you rip off uh rip off your harnesses and just bolt out of the uh, out of the side of the glider and just disappear into the night uh, we'll get back to you get back to you in a sec so the other three of you uh look taking stock around you you're able to keep your proverbial together you can see three other survivors of those that were left inside of the 12 with you. Um, James and Richard have gone. They've just, just bolted. Right. Un- completely understandable, given uh, given the circumstance, but you at least, you have a choice. Do you want to try and rescue the other three which are in here, which are currently uh, stuck in their harnesses? They've got wounds. Uh, some of them have taken uh, glancing blows of the flak. Some of them are stuck next to burning bits, uh, burning bits of the glider, and are starting to scream as they need to be put out, um, having caught fire themselves. Um, what are you doing? So we'll descend into Dex order just to give me an idea of who's who's going first. So uh, Clyde, I think you're of the uh, the ones that are still inside. What do you want to do? 
Okay, after I unstrap and grab my uh, rifle, I go to the nearest person uh, that's down, comrade, and I try to unbuckle them and drag them outside immediately. I'm just okay. going to focus on one because if I focus on everything, and that's just going to kill us all. So I'm focusing on the closest guy down to me. Gotcha. Give me a hard strength roll. All righty. How does an extreme fail on strength roll work? <laughs> Oh, that that sounds great for me. Not so not so good for you, but great for me. Uh, that will be you. You reached uh, you reached the guy that's next to you. You can see the flame starting to encroach up him. There's this flecks of uh, gasoline that's all over him, and you can see the fire rapidly starting to spread. And you realise that if you stay around here and try to help the guy any longer, you're just going to go up like a Roman candle as well. So you are. Fine. At the last seconds, you are finally letting go of the guy that you just can't get the harness off in time. You see the guy go up in complete immolation flame in front of you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'll put a round through his head uh, if I can. It's a merciful thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just... Alright, Dylan. I am going to unbuckle myself, sling my rifle pull my knife and just cut the straps on the, the two guys. You see if I just go up and cut the straps off and grab one of them. And I'm strong, very strong. So if I could grab a case of gear and sling one guy over the shoulder and take off. Yeah, right. Give, give me that hard strength roll then. See if you can carry a guy out through the burning glider. Ninety-seven. And I have an 80 strength. I we, nope. we start as we mean to go on. So uh, <clears throat> you end up slicing the uh, slicing the uh, harness off the guy, and he pretty much just crumples at your feet as an almost dead weight. Uh, you can see there's a large shard of what looks to be uh, a broken metal that's sticking out of his side. You got screams as he hits the deck, but. Yeah, the, the poor guy, you can't seem to move him without doing it, uh, doing more damage and more harm to him. You you leaving him there or are you uh, cutting your losses? Um, I don't want to kill kill him like you know, like I just witnessed. Uh, is he he has a chance to survive? Maybe I'll just if I feel like I'm going to do more damage, I'm just going to grab a. So an equipment pack, a rucksack, and take off. It, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, you, there's plenty of bags. You grab a unknown bag. We'll get to what's in there uh, shortly. And then, Flint, what do you do? I was sitting farther up, closer to the front, as, uh, as this all happened. Uh, when I saw Cabrera and uh, the Sarge get killed, my one and only thought, I mean, I'm pulling my gear along with me, but um, grab their, their dog tags. And uh, so I reach for their dog tags and I reach down for the sergeant's uh, revolver. If he's mm -hmm. got it, I've got a revolver, but I might as well grab another sidearm. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to jump out of the, the airplane. Gotcha. It, it'll probably be an auto rather than a revolver. Oh yeah. Okay. I, revolver. I'm just my gun. Uh, but uh, I probably, when, uh, when Clyde shoots the gun, I probably yell back, quit shooting the gun. Everybody will hear us. 
well, you, you say that, and then, as I mentioned, there are plenty of ammo shells rolling all over the interior of the burning uh-huh. glider. That's the point where there starts to be pew, pew, bang, bang, pew, pew, start to just tear through the back of the glider. Uh, if you are trying to dive out after having grabbed uh, the poor uh, Sarge's gun, after all, he ain't going to need it. Yeah. Yeah, you can give me a dex roll to see if you can get out without injury. Uh, 38 is a pass. Okay, you're able to dive out through the large, almost Cabrera-sized hole at the front of the glider. So you're able to escape the flames before they get uh, encroach up too close to too close for comfort. Right. And I roll on the ground. Yeah, yeah, always safe. And then Clyde and Dylan say you're not finding you're just not having any luck getting these two out of here. Are you trying to um, say uh, Clyde's already done the mercy uh, mercy on his one? Are you trying to then leg it afterwards? Yes. It's going to blow, Clyde. boys. Yeah, Clark, Clyde. I'll have you know that that I was witnessing him being fully engulfed in flames, burning to death. There was no saving this guy. Okay, I'm out of it. Okay, give me that dex roll. Okay. Ah, uh, there's no way I could get three bad rolls in a row. Oh, oh, it's exactly my dex. Yes. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you see, you, you jinx the dice. So, yeah, you are indeed able to leap out of the um, leap out of the plane. Uh, you only take one hit point of damage in the process because you are in the the section which is burning. So you are. Not, not not fully on fire as you leap out, but still a quick drop and kind of pat yourself down and roll on the ground. You are able to uh, get the worst of it. Right. And Dylan. Axel? Yes, please. Uh, 62 out of 70. So regular. Okay. Yeah, again, and just the one hit point of damage then for, uh, for getting out. You end up catching yourself partly on a almost like a not splinter, but a large broken part of the uh, the fuselage of the glider that just kind of, kind of tears into your upper arm as you go past. But otherwise, it's just a flesh wound. It's nothing, yeah, nothing major. And that's about the time that James and Richard start to uh, start to come to that you're far enough away that you are not panicking anymore. Can you both give me luck rolls? Success. Yes, as well. <laughs> right. In which case, you have your uh, your rifle. That's fine. Yep, uh, you both have your rifles. You're not unarmed. You didn't uh, drop everything as you left the... Uh, you left the crew, uh, left the glider. Did we have any kind of pack when we were strapped in? Uh, or... Most of that, most of that was packed into the, uh, the rest of the, the walls of the glider. So there yeah. might be bits of it further down the kind of the uh, the crash zone, as it were, stuff that spilled yeah. out from behind you. That that might be scattered over a bit of an area, but you can turn around and see just in time as the uh, the petrol tank on the jeep goes kaboom. Uh, in obliterating most of the rest of the interior of the glider. There's a brief uh, couple of screams as the two remaining survivors inside also go up with uh, in the fireball. And then you find that there is just the five of you that are left in the immediate area around, around what was your craft. You are not too sure exactly where you are. Uh, you know that you're well, looking over into the, into the east, 
you can see further uh, flashes in the sky and gliders going down in that general direction. So you reckon you are somewhere, somewhere a fair amount west of where you are supposed to be. And that, and that border was where? The border is further back to the west. So you are you are in Germany. You are fairly sure of that. Well, okay, yeah. so we're already into territory, but we are short of our delivery place. And uh, does it tell us anything that it is forested? Were we yeah, expecting yeah. to be closer to a city, or uh, you're expecting more open area, uh, open farmland? Um, at least from what you're aware, of, you were supposed to be coming down in a fairly nice, easy area that you were then supposed to meet up on the ground after a couple of gliders came down in that area. But yeah, this, this is most certainly not your designated landing zone. Do, do any... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, don't we want to go more or less still in the direction that the plane was traveling? Yeah, you think that that would be for heading east or at least in an easterly direction. And this is wild forest, not orchard or... It looks fairly woods. wild, yeah. It's yeah. it looks fairly uncultivated, not uh, not structured anyway. So yeah, it looks like a natural woodland. Fairly flat or mountainous? Are we in the black black forest or? Oh, it's, it's not mountains, but there are hills. So it's not completely flat with trees. There are rolling okay. hills around here. Perhaps if we look, oh, go ahead, please, Clyde. Oh, um, between the lot of us, do we have? Do any of us have a, a mission map? And then secondly, do any of us have one of our packed compasses? I don't think we actually knew what our mission was. We were going to be told when we got there. Well, you knew you were meeting up with other groups on the ground, but right. otherwise Cabrera had all the details. I want to drop the pack that I have and say, somebody take a look at this. And I want to scan the distance and listen for more of that anti-aircraft so I can get a guesstimate of what direction it came from yeah, you can work out a rough idea of uh, even if you look at what's your navigate score actually first of all um navigate i don't think it's too great actually no it's just base okay yeah, you have Mine's a vague idea that you you were heading roughly east and you can still hear flashes going off, um, bangs and such going off in that general direction, but it is getting further and further away. So if you're going to put any directional compass, that must be east right. going that way. I just want to make sure we, we didn't land on top of it and they're like 100 yards away or something is what I was getting at. Now, you are miles away from where okay. you should be. Oh, that's good. That's good. And this is the sort of thing that happens at night. Are we, uh, is it... Close to dawn now, or is it still the uh, deep of night? You think it's probably going to be um, getting light within about the next hour or so. Mm -hmm. Also, you have no idea how close to civilization you are. Let us see what is in the Tartaroff pack. My, my navigate, by the way, is pretty good. I rolled uh, 21 out of 31. Oh, yeah. so, general idea. The airplane's pointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you you were heading roughly, say, almost due east. Right. So yeah, you were able to work out the, the rough compass point, which kind of matches up a little bit more accurately with what uh, with what Dylan had. Uh, Clyde though was saying about looking for a compass. Yeah. Either. Yeah. I, my two two goals were to find a uh, any terrain map and a compass to go with that, so we could gotcha. spot anything. Is well, there a, a, a map? Let me have a quick check. 
Ah, uh, we go. Yeah, you are fairly sure. In fact, give me a spot hidden roll just to uh, to back some of this. Oh, up. yeah. Look at this. Hey, 15. That's an extreme or is that a heart? It's, uh, oh, it's just a heart, but still. Okay. Well, there's a couple of things you notice then. Uh, one, um, you are fairly sure the maps would be, as mentioned, with your uh, poor, unfortunate deceased Carrera. So the maps are not on the table. And you see what's left of the radio uh, that is currently in bits over there, over there, over there, and up there. So just scattered over the nearby area. So you are not calling yeah. for reinforcements or calling uh, with to make uh, touch base with your friends anytime soon either. You do, however, notice something that's a little bit curious off in the distance. It seems like you're not the only thing to come down here either. Um, there looks to be an, um, the site of what looks to be another plane that's come down here in the not too well, without without going over and investigating it fully. But yeah, yeah it looks like there's there's been another plane crash here because you can see a tail sticking out from behind a uh, behind a clump of trees a little bit further into the woods. Yeah, being it's dark, we couldn't really see any insignia. I'm guessing just sort of an outline. Yeah. Could have been one of the the planes up ahead of us as we were flying. Yeah, yeah. There's no smoke coming off it. And it looks like a plane rather than a glider. Oh, interesting. Ooh. And it's does it look like landed properly or does it look askew like it's been in a crash? It's, it's kind of the tail's going up like that. So you imagine if it landed, it wasn't a very good landing. Okay. All right. So that's probably one of ours, not uh, not the Luftwaffe. Oh, it, looks uh, like a, it looks like a fighter rather than a uh, a big bomber that would have been towing your, oh. towing, towing your gliders. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm going to take the opportunity to look around the uh, our own airplane. I mean, maybe some of some equipment got blown out of the out of the the airplane when the uh, explosion occurred and wasn't destroyed. Do not burn yourself, Flint. I got a ninety-seven. So that, well, there's, there's plenty of bits of uh, well, broken wood, burning canvas. You're fairly sure a couple of body parts of the, the poor guys inside that just got blown up. So there's probably still burning. some popping coming from ammunition. That's oh yes. Well, so Richard the duck. and myself are going through the the duffel that I grabbed or whatever box or whatever it was. Gotcha. Okay, uh, give me a luck roll. We're doing this. So yeah, twenty-eight. Okay. What would you like to be in there? Um, explosives. Okay. You have a, uh, a couple of blocks of... Now, I will defer to uh, Stu's more expert knowledge of the time than uh, certainly mine is not expert. Uh, they, they had blocks of C4 back then, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, because yeah, they didn't carry around like dynamite into, uh, into war. I'm not sure it was C4 yet, but they had blocks of... Plastic. Yeah. yeah, it was plastic. Plastique. Yeah, they, plastic. That's what they called it. Yeah. And they had they had some dynamite bundle charges, but any not crude. Yeah, so this, this would be a bit more stable. Yeah, and with priming cord and mm -hmm. probably electronic switch, but something if we had to light, we could light. Gotcha. Yeah, you've got a couple of sticks of uh, plastic in there with uh, two detonators. 
say t- uh, timer that you've got in there that you can set to like, a few minutes or a few seconds. So, what else would you like? Um, maybe a med kit, compass, water. Yeah, so, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll uh, go with that. You've got rundle around or uh, rifle around in there. Uh, definitely a, um, a first aid kit, so plenty of bandages, uh, like the morphine shots and so on. That that's all there as well. And indeed, you do have a compass. Um, okay. The water, uh, there's a very kind of soggy, wet, uh, kind of damp spot at the bottom of the bag where you can see that it's evidently taken one of the shots through from the exploding, uh, the exploding rounds. So there is there is a canteen in there, but it's got a very um, a very scenic porthole running all the way through it. This could have been worse. Uh... So we agree, we uh, perhaps uh, try to move downhill, find perhaps a stream that curds to east, uh, a waterway will make it clearer to travel. Uh, they may send troops because they knew they, they sent some of us down. So if we move away from here quickly, it is best. Well, I hand the compass to Flint. He seems to be the navigator. Right. All right. As, as they are searching on that side, uh, I would, if possible, go to the other side of the plane, uh, the opposite side that Flint was looking at, and search there. Maybe maybe things scattered on that side. Okay, uh, give me a spot hidden. See if you spot anything. Oh, phooey. Nope, I don't spot anything at all. There's There's plenty of broken equipment around here. There's like burning tire off the Jeep that exploded. Other bits and pieces again are all just uh, having been trashed by the explosion in the in the glider, but yeah. nothing else that's really useful. We also need to expect that somebody's going to be coming over here to to check out the crash. Yeah, there were some Bosch troops. We should move. Uh, Richard, you're also the demolitions expert. You might as well. Thank you, Monsieur. So if Flint will uh, perhaps take the lead with the compass, uh, Drummond, you are good in the in the wood, and we yep. will follow behind. Sounds good. This way. Right, and you head off with what uh, provisions and equipment you've been able to uh, been able to cobble together. If we see uh, signs of another glider that has failed. Because of the general melee, we might take a detour and see if we can might be comrades. You want to check out that uh, the crash over here? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah we should see. Okay. Um, yeah, heading over there. Uh, give me a spot hidden for those of you that are examining it. Forty-one. Uh, regular. Regular also. Regular. Ninety-six. Oh. Catastrophic failure. Yeah, I passed Where by one point. point. <laughs> so everyone got a regular that, that passed. There isn't any better degree of success. Oh, oh Clyde, okay. this plane. Clyde, the, the, oh, the oh, here. Ah, thanks, yeah. yeah Cl- Clyde is probably distracted by the fact that you're looking around anxiously thinking, yeah, there must be, uh, there must be troops coming in. The, the, what direction are they coming from? You don't see any lights. You don't see any approach, a sound of any approaching troops. You are completely alone out here. And it just almost, the sudden weight just becomes to grow and grow as you realize you are completely alone. And then so they finally get yeah, this plane over here and kind of snaps you back to, uh, to attention. 
for those of you that even just on regular success then you notice the plane in question is a p-51 mustang an american fighter plane mm. uh, this thing has been down here for about a week you think um this wasn't a re well recent crash but it wasn't part of your operation tonight because fighter plane wouldn't have been able to have the range to come out with uh, with you sure. guys on the uh, on the bombers that you were attached to uh there's no evidence of a pilot or any body around here mm. but you don't notice anything else beside that the key thing is it's an absence of any body but is the uh, make, is make the canopy work. open uh yeah that the canopy's gone so he got out he or he he ejected that's what we would assume. Is it very burnt? Uh, it looks like it came down and it was on fire. So there's no radio in here, even if we wanted to risk a radio behind lines. Oh, no. It's the, the play, it's a basically a burnt-out husk. Yeah, the tail is what is, is there. Pretty much. Uh, I would still worth looking to see if perhaps there are uh, canteens or some other equipment that survived less um, volatile material. I will give yeah. it a poke. You, you do a quick skirt search around the interior of like, the cockpit area, and there is a distinct lack of anything like that. So either the pilot took it out with him, or there's nothing. That mm -hmm. re there's nothing remaining anyway. It's actually oh, uh, maybe maybe Stuart knows better. But was there such a thing as an ejection seat? Or did they just open the canopy and yeah. climb out? Yeah, and they parachute out, but there wasn't, not okay. that I'm aware so of. So there wouldn't be like a missing seat if he no. had ejected. Okay. No, that, that wasn't until uh, jet air, uh, jet fighters okay. uh, were developed, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. It was very much a case of climb and throw yourself out. So we just assume that's what he must have done. Mm. And is the terrain here also still the forest? Yes, it is. Yeah, so we will not find any. Any prints or anything in this? Yeah, will be no way to track. Although, look around, James. You are good at this. Yeah, I will look around for any kind of uh, sign of tracks. Give me a hard track roll. That's an O nine, so that's an extreme. Uh, you are fairly sure that yes, someone did get out of the plane. Um, you do, in fact, at this point because you're getting away from the burnt wreckage. You do spot. Uh, evidence that someone jumped out after the plane had landed, so presumably while it was still burning, uh, managed to get probably 20, 30 metres away from it before they fell. And then you find another pair of footprints running towards them. And then apparently someone came along and helped the uh, the airman, then basically carrying them off somewhere towards the kind of roughly south or east or southeast direction. Well, do you think... Yeah, Damn, Drummond, you, you can tell an awful lot, can't you, Drummond, from just by the well, broken branches on that bush? <laughs> I mean, you can clearly see here's two different sets of footprints. I'm yeah. hoping it was a friendly that picked him up and not, you know. Maybe a farmer, somebody like that. There was a lack of uh, violence, spillage of blood where the tracks meet, yeah. so. But he fell, you know, I don't, he probably wasn't well, doing too Could have just passed out, yeah. Yeah. With with an extreme, you would notice that there there are a couple of patches of very very dried blood at this point. Um, so it does look as though he was injured, but not fatally so. Uh, to get out of that crash, he must have been very uh, lucky, or 
Kursk, should we see if we can catch up with this American airman? No. We need to focus on the mission. We're on a mission, yeah. When, when you said it's quiet or silent, do, do you mean like there's not even crickets at night, like the ubiquitous sounds of the night? That's even... Oh, no, the, the, there's wildlife. It's just that oh. you aren't hearing any like a human activity around you. Got right. It. And we don't see any lights in the distance in any direction. Uh, give me a spot hidden roll. It is, uh, it is nighttime, right? Oh, yeah, it's, it's about night. an hour before dawn. Like, probably about five or something. Oh, okay. Well, then there might not be lights if it's that early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, 93. I got a 52 out of 55, so barely passed. Okay, yeah, you are look, looking around you. There's not really any lights that you can see. There is almost no sign of habitation around here that you can, that you can tell. Right. About the only human presence, really, that you've got is this set of footprints that are heading off so roughly east, east veering slightly towards southeast. Which well, those is footprints you're going anyway. Those footprints would have had to have gone, come from and gone somewhere. So there must be inhabit inhabitants in this direction. I think it must be easier to follow these tracks than to make our own way through the forest. Maybe. And they probably have forest blackouts at night also. So they probably won't. Maybe a candle laid in, you know, with curtains behind it is there a moon out or is it really dark Um, it's given that it's so close to dawn i will say the moon has already set below the horizon and we're getting a little bit of that haze on the the horizon it's lighting up it's my favorite time of the morning we're getting a move on yeah yeah and i'm i'm you know, walk. Yeah, yeah. We've got our. Guns. Oh yes, yeah. We're behind enemy we're lines. Behind. Enemy They're brought, not slung. All right. So, uh, are you heading the tracks? Uh, heading, following the tracks towards habitation. I think that's reasonable. Lead. It's yeah. still kind yeah. of in the direction we're going. So yeah, it certainly isn't kind of veering too far off course, if if at all, really. Right. right. You start. You start heading along. Time passes, and as it does so. Uh, you're passing over one rolling hill after another, and the sky starts to get brighter and brighter in the east. And finally, as the uh, well, almost the sky is pretty much blue directly overhead, you can see cresting over the rise of a hill, you can see what looks to be a clearing. And there's a few buildings down there. Uh, it looks like a hamlet, so it's not really big enough to call it a village. Yeah, there is some kind of some kind of uh, settlement down there. There is a river that runs uh, that runs across this clearing, uh, pretty much cutting off where. Say better, the river is before you get to the buildings from your the direction of which you're approaching it. So it kind of meanders through uh, through the clearing. There's a couple of copses of trees along the along the banks. We see any bridges going across it. There is indeed a bridge a little bit further, as you're the uh, the guy with the compass, a little bit further to the east, you can see there is definitely a, a small bridge which goes over. There's a road which runs roughly north-south uh, that goes over the bridge, through the clearing, looks like farmland, and then down, running across the eastern side of this collection of cottages, barns, sheds. And you can give me a spot. Uh, everyone can give me a spot hidden roll to see if there's anything else that they see. Do we hear the the crowing of the cock? Oh, 
Oh, one. Oh, freaking one. Three. And I oh. got exactly oh. the opposite from Dylan. I got a triple zero. Flint sees nothing. And I got a five. You got a five. One, three, five. <laughs> We're going to really regret that waste later. Yeah, and I trip. I wonder what happens to the compass. <laughs> yeah, you're oh. looking around going, hang on a minute. Why, why isn't the dial turning on this damn thing? Come on. What, what was uh, what was Clyde's result there? It looks good. Whatever uh, uh, 884. It's a fail. Oh. It's oh, better than are. all the 90s so far. <laughs> you're getting better. <laughs> by, by this rate, you might get down to a success somewhere near the end. So this is a, a good good way to aim. Right. Um, the, the rest of you then, you're you're kind of taking in the scenery here. And yet yeah, there is indeed that the cock starts crowing. Uh, you can see there are various farm uh, farm animals around here. You can see that there's there's a bunch of cows that are out just already in the fields, which seems a bit early, but hey, that they're out and about. Uh, you can see plenty, plenty of chickens were running around the place uh, with, say, obligatory sounds. You, you mentioned that it was March. It is, yes. So we're in the forest. Is there still snow on the ground in places? Uh, that that would probably be, be a bit bit late in the year for snow. Uh, normally, that's kind of January, February time. This, okay. is, this is still cold, but it's not that cold. Okay. Uh, the thing that all three of you uh, zone in on, first of all, with your almost uh, completely aligned sense, is A, there's not really any immediate signs of human activity in the areas it's still say just after dawn so it's not like anyone's out and about doing uh, doing stuff out there apart from that the three of you suddenly uh, look towards a large open barn uh, that's on on the other side of the river one of the closest buildings to you um, it's only got three sides but it's got a roof over the top of it so you think it's probably more like a cow shed this would be somewhere where the cows would go uh during during the evening to uh, to sleep but the something the reason why the cows are out and about is because something is occupying a large space inside that barn there is a mark IV panzer tank with its barrel pointed directly towards you that is uh, sat there uh just what like a you? big hulking the war machine that has the barrel just pointed almost directly towards where you are. Once we go back in the forest before they see us if they are awake. With um, Dylan's 01, you notice there are actually people around there, but they're, they're, they're so well, not moving as such, but they're not like walking around, so you didn't initially notice them, but there are people there. Uh, there looks like a German soldier that is... Uh, go behind a panel which has come away from the front of the tank where it looks like he's got doing something like he must be repairing something by the look of it because he's leaning into the um into this hatch and there's a well a little bit off to one side where you are fairly sure there is a again with an one it looks like a slender enough figure that is almost certainly a female uh given her height probably late teens definitely not a not uh, not adult right uh, and she is observing uh, it seems to be she is observing the uh, the tank area from the position where she is she probably can't see the guy making repairs but she might be able to hear him if it, if he's making enough noise from that distance but otherwise yeah. that, you don't see any other human activity down there she's in civilian civvies right or... uh, looks like uh, regular clothing but it's fairly dark right. but yeah 
Could we? I, I, well, I just ahead. tell everybody to get down. Like, yeah, we all, yeah. Could we tactically use the forest to go closer uh, without being seen and maybe take them all out and steal a tank? Right. Yeah. This thinking of that. Um, I will share, because you don't have any maps with you, but if you were to have a map, you would have something that looks a little bit like this. So you've got the arrow that points towards the direction you're coming in from, where the glider crash took place. You can see the tank in its, uh, its nice little cubby hole down here. There is a little row of trees that is immediately off to the west of that barn. And you can see the well off to the east, which is where that uh, that female figure is hiding down there, looking in the direction of the tank. And we're on the other side of the river. River. Yeah, you're up in the kind of top uh, top left hand side of the map, as it were. Okay. So, so instead yeah. of going towards the bridge, we could go a little bit towards where we'd be on the side of the barn, and then come up through those trees. Nobody'd be able to see us until we were right on top of them. So, and just to get this straight, we're we're in Germany, right? Oh yes. Okay, that's what I thought. So, if we kill the crew, then the other German troops aren't going to take reparations on the town or hamlet. They're they're going to be fine. So, yeah, this is great. We can take out a piece of their equipment, their trained Panzer crew, and move on. That seems like a very wise, uh, wise goal. How deep do we think this stream is? If we if we uh, cross it on that side, are we going to be wet up to the chin, or we'll have to get closer to it to see how fast it's moving and with the, uh, how wide it is? With Dylan's O one of taking in all the details in his field of vision, you're fairly sure the stream itself is probably no more than knee deep. Oh yeah, let's do it. And uh, the uh, Delaney or Eagle can you see uh, uh, the the tank tread? Does it go into the barn only one direction, or is there movement? Yeah. Um, again, with your uh, eagle-eyed senses, you are fairly sure this thing was probably pushed in here. You don't think it rolled in, uh, or if it did roll in, it rolled in with minimal uh, with minimal power. It certainly hasn't moved out of there, not since it rolled in. Well, perhaps what they cannot fix, we with our superior engineering can solve after we wipe their brains off the chassis. Oh, yeah, definitely take them out. I don't know about spending time on trying to recover a vehicle to the years. Well, yeah, we could just blow it up. Yeah, we should spike the tank, kill the crew, spike the tank, and move on. It's, it's fine. Let's split into two groups and come at them from both sides. Oh, well, I don't know that you can go in the other direction without being seen. You're getting farther away mm. if you're going towards the bridge. And I think the woman's a civilian, but you never know. Oh, wait a minute. The map, if we go a little bit towards the bridge, like a third of the way, there's a, a fence. Is that like a hedge or a stone roll, uh, wall? If so, we could traverse that and pinch it from the other side like you're talking about, Dylan. It is. Let me just zoom in. It's, it's a log fence only. 
I don't know if you could hide behind it. Yeah, if it's if if there's like uh, you know like tall you know medium to tall grass woven in with a with a thick fence, we could they wouldn't see us maybe. I'd rather go to stealth also. Yeah, the grass isn't massively high here. This this looks like it's farmland that's uh, quite normally okay. worked, so it's not overgrown wild. Well, it's uh, only March, grass so grass wouldn't yeah. be that tall yet. All right, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think you're right, then, uh, Flint. That uh, get up behind going, those trees that are. Yeah, the going the flank route. It's going to be too far. Yeah, we could right. just get close enough for James to uh, take the repair guy out with her. She's a sniper. Or he's yeah, a sniper if we watch them for a few minutes, can we be sure how many of the Nazi are in the barn? Yeah. You want to do that? Yeah, we yeah. need to wait at least a minute to survey what, mm -hmm. what we're looking Absolutely. at. Okay, um, you take in the scene, basically keeping a good eye out, watching. Uh, I won't bother to make you make spot hidden rolls again, but I'll just elaborate on what you uh, what you see with a bit more uh, attention to detail. Then, uh, the three of you with your extremes uh, notice that there is one other person in the barn that does come out into view. Um, looks like he was leaning up against the back of the uh, the back of the tank, and seems to be talking but obviously from this distance you can't say uh, hear what he's saying but evidently mm. talking to the guy who's kind of half in half out of the uh the hatch going into the the engine works of the of the tank uh the guy that's then doing the we'll call him like the engineer the repairman um he then picks up a bucket which he then takes and he goes round out of sight of where you are to the barn that's behind where the tank's being kept and after maybe five or ten minutes, he comes back out carrying that bucket and goes back round to that hatch and starts to pick up stuff from the bucket and starts to you apparently he's like maybe he's got spare parts or something that he's uh, then using to try and repair the uh, repair mm -hmm. the tank engine with. But you also notice uh, Dylan, there is a figure slumped in the trees that is next to the uh, next to where the tank is. Again, not not moving. <coughs> I wonder if that's a pilot. Mm -hmm. The men in the barn, they are dressed uh, in uh, black. Uh, they're marked uh, uniform. So they are, they are German, no regular army. Tank crew. Yeah. And, the, and the slumped figure, can you see, is that the American? Also German. Also mm -hmm. tank crew. So they have perhaps taken an injury in this tank and limped it into this barn. Well, give me, I'd give me intros to see if you can uh, piece together a bit of information that you're now almost getting close to. Maybe exhausted and just napping. That is a. I have a hard, but your extreme is better. Yeah, extreme. Regular. Right. Uh, those of you that recognise the uh, the Panzer Mark IV know that uh, know that that particular tank has a crew of five. Uh, you would have a commander, a gunner, a loader, a driver, and a radio operator who also serves as the bow machine gunner. So you can see three people. One admittedly is deceased, but there are definitely two there. Where are the rest? Perhaps in the house. 
stealing the family's uh, salted ham. But we have to, yeah, we must be aware that if, when we begin to fire, we might have two new opponents who appear. So we make our way down to the stream as, as stealthy as we can inside the woods, and then we reassess, no? So he's he's got the panel on the front end of the tank open to work on the engine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hand grenade lobbed into that would wreck the tank. Oh, yeah. I, it wouldn't blow up the tank, but it would wreck the mm -hmm. tank. I, I'm not seeing this, but did maybe are the are the hatches popped? Is the turret top hatch popped and then the forward bow hatch popped? Yeah. Oh, it's not a big way to describe it. Yes. Juicy open top armored vehicles. <laughs> but there's at least a couple, maybe three that we don't know are there. They're somewhere yeah. there. Probably in the house. They were unaccounted for. It's still morning. You oh, know. definitely. Yeah, it's like really, really, really early morning. Yeah, they could still be sleeping. But they're not going to expect us. We're, we're so far behind enemy lines. They're just a, a lone yeah. Panzer crew trying to fix their tank and take a break in a farm. Is the farm girl still at the well? Is she doing? Is she washing something or taking business, or did she carry water in already? If you're you were waiting a few minutes while say while you were taking the scene in. You see that she is definitely observing what's happening at the um, at the building where the tank is. She then, when the guy goes to move away with his bucket, she quickly darts across towards the cottage that's immediately to the north of where the well is, and she then goes inside. So she's not trying not to be seen. Yeah, she is very much uh, moving around furtively and. The way that she is acting, yeah, it's blatantly she was watching them and has now retreated oh. back to safety. So but perhaps might... we have the America. It's we think it's a woman though. No, oh, I think she is going to the cottage. Oh, yeah, James. Do you think if you set up a nest here, do you think you could get get them right in the head from here while we move in? If she shoots one range. of them, it'll tell the other ones that they're yeah. that we're here. Right. But what my point is, let let him get a nest up here and take aim and be ready. Track yeah. him while we go in. So if they hear us, at least she could take him out. And, well, I, and I agree, but I think that we can get closer. So she has an even better shot. We can still oh, stay yeah. hidden. Yeah, with, with our firepower, with us getting closer. How far are we from them right now? I got a range of 110 yards. Nice. You, you are, from, what, from where you are, you are within range of uh, taking that kind of shot. Yeah. Okay. Because once he gets in that tank, we're screwed. It might not be operational, but there might be a shell loaded and ready to go. So that's my thinking. Yeah. But I mean, a tank shooting its primary armament against us would be difficult but they'd use the machine guns probably on the tank but well, we have a limited fire angle of fire on them admittedly so yeah if you come in from a oblique angle exactly yeah all right so we so the rest of us uh, close in and then uh, james take your shot is that our plan sure 
Oh, we got guns. We can take this place out. There's only five of them. Or... Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're not expecting us. So, But the woman, I think, is on maybe on our side. She might be on the side of the wounded America, at least. Right. Uh, just... I wonder if we should... Uh, well, again, we'll see. If James is comfortable here, we will move down towards the uh, bank across from the trees. But I still am concerned about... Uh, Perhaps the officer class is inside the house enjoying some coffee, and we should not expose ourselves to them. I'm wondering if I could get to the barn where he is getting his spare parts. Uh, I could hide in there, and the second that he comes inside, I can do what I do best with my knife. Just cut his throat. Nice. Okay. Then there's no Silence is good. If you if you wanted to approach from the west and then come in heading east, you could get to that barn in theory without being seen by the front end of where the tank is. Yeah. Cool. If that's what what everybody agrees, I'll I'll do that. We'll yeah, have is... we'll have three fronts coming in. Mm -hmm. So I'll just stick with uh, Dylan and Richard then with the central assault group. Okay, so you're planning on going, uh, well, Pat, you, you tell me just to make sure I'm getting this uh, getting this right. I'm following Dylan. What Dylan does, I'm right with Dylan. Dylan. Dylan and I are very good at moving quietly, and we want to establish ourselves in this small corpse of trees so we have ample cover from which to shoot. Right. Gotcha. And I hunker down. I've got a stealth of 55 and I rolled an eight. So that's an extreme. Wow. You're like a ghost. Nice. Right. In which case, for Dylan, Richard, and Clyde, you're heading towards that copse of trees. Yep. Um, give me a stealth roll just again to see how good much noise you make as you're heading in. 36 out of 55. 37 out of 48. It's regular. Now, mind you, my my stealth statistic on the paper is really good. But then dice get involved and, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, uh, it's 98. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's the fourth 90 I've rolled. So that, that, isn't, that isn't a fumble because your skill's above 50, is, is it, I hope? Yeah, yeah let's see. Uh, my stealth is 55. That's, That's very fine. fair. But uh, yeah, this is a 98. I just don't believe it. This is this is another set of dice. Dude, these guys here. This is my kind of rolling, you know. This is uh, I'm passing on my dice curse piece by piece. <laughs> I, I begin to think, Clyde, that your mother's maiden name might be Cabrera. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the three of you get to lease that copse of trees. And uh, take it then, Drummond is staying behind, ready to uh, snipe yep. from this. Keeping an eye on the scene. Yep. So you are well out of the line of fire. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, Dylan, uh, Richard, and Clyde, you get up to where that body was slumped up against the tree because you still pl nice plenty of cover around here. And indeed, as mentioned, it is a German uh, tank, uh, tank uniform. There's is insignia tell us what his rank was or position in the Panzer unit? You think he... Da, da, da. 
you think he was the loader, so he'd be the one that would be putting the shells into the big cannon gun in the um, yeah. in the tank. And there's a bullet wound. There is a bullet wound, but it's a bit difficult to make out uh, exactly what's happened here. Uh, you can give me spot hidden rolls. It's probably the best way to to work this out. Eighteen. Uh, that's hard. Okay. All right, so that's a, a good good roll from Dylan. A kind of meh roll from Richard. It seems. Yeah, fail. And Clyde also still the dice are doing exactly what they do best. Right. But it's just a 74 fail, though. So it's yeah. uh, 63. So, the, so the, the two of you are kind of unsure. I mean, the, you see what obviously where the bullet wound is. Uh, it looks like his brain has basically been splattered across the, uh, the side of the tree. So definitely a bullet wound to the head. Dylan is fairly sure this was self-inflicted. But also, his gun is missing. His, Sorry, uh, his, his, yeah, his, his holster is empty. There is no gun here, but you are fairly... He went, bam, literally to the side of his head. Maybe maybe it fell onto the, the, the ground and it's under some grass or something. Is there another injury? Was he killing himself because the stomach wound was too painful, perhaps? Um, you can see there's what almost looks like dried spittle running down the corner, uh, corner of his mouth. But otherwise, um, maybe was fairly sweaty from what little bits of his forehead are left. But no other signs of physical injury, no. Hmm. Uh, um, I'm watching, you know, making sure for any movement. And I did that woman, did we have eyes on her from our where we're at now where we lost her? The last you saw is that she went into cottage one. So the cottage okay. that was immediately above the well. Um, but you can't see where she is now. Um, otherwise, you do. Um, do any of you speak German? Yeah. A 40. Yeah, you, you kind of catch little uh, snippets of what's being said in the barn. But it just sounds like kind of nonsense. It just doesn't seem to make much sense. It's like. Yeah, the, the clouds rolling around in the forest and, you know, there's, there's things moving around out there and there, there are sounds of that. Did you hear that? And then kind of this just stops for a second. And then it's got a grunt as uh, Clyde realises that he stepped on a twig. No, another voice kind of goes, no, 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 and just go ramble. It was almost rambling and mumbling, but loudly. And that's where you start hearing clunk, clunk, clunk of evidently the guy repairing the repairing the tank. They're not making much sense. They're, they seem to be talking almost like delusionally. Uh, yes, and this fellow has uh, taken his own life. With, uh, perhaps they had some kind of uh, suffered some attack that deranged them, or there was a gas, or... That's what I was thinking. It doesn't sound good. Uh, if we uh, can find a good position in the in this brush to take them out of their misery, then they will suffer no further. Uh, are the are there windows? The front of this small barn is open. Are there other windows on the three sides? 
I'd say there'd probably be a couple of windows around there, yeah. So if you did want to sneak up real close to it, you could probably lean in and have a look. Uh, Clyde, Dylan, would you uh, cover me while I see what is uh, happening inside this? You got it. Got it. I'll cover the opposite side that yeah, uh, Dylan's covering. Whatever yeah. side Dylan covers, I'll cover the other side. And we know that uh, Flint has made it to the small barn, no? So he has to, also. I was about to cover, uh, skip to him just as you were about to get to the window and peer in. So now seems like a good time to do that. So you start making your way over uh, cautiously towards the uh, the open front of the barn or the cow shed. And Flint, yep, you get to the, the barn. Uh, yeah. Doors are shut. You can see there are like a high, couple of high windows up near the rafters. But yeah, the, the simple door that you open up and go inside. That's the door that he went in? Uh, looks like it's the one okay. he went in, yeah. So I'm going to go inside and I'm going to hang nearby so that the second he comes in, slap my hand over his mouth. And... Okay. Um, you head inside. Um, the first thing that uh, you hear is the sound of flies, uh, almost like a cloud of them that are circling in the interior part of the barn. And you realize what they're what they're circling around is almost this pyramid pile of corpses that is piled in the middle of the open area. But it's a bit more than just corpses. There's more like what were corpses until someone decided to start cutting them up and then putting them in a pile. You see at least one severed head looking directly back at you. There's kids that look as though they've been opened up, their entrails spread out all over the floor. Uh, bits of what seem to be kids' arms with the fingers having been chopped off that are just scattered all over the base of this. Um, there's a small, like a small village or small hamlet's worth of people here. Uh, you can give me a sand check. Because this, this, is, this isn't just war, this is barbarism. Right, right. 76. What is my sanity? Oh, that's a fail. Okay, that'll be a D3. All right. I got a three. Yeah. Uh, that know. just makes me really super angry. Especially as you mentioned about, yeah, you don't kill women and kids. There are plenty here. There's like three or four kids that you can see, all these the bits of kids that are all I, around uh, here. But you're also you're also fairly sure there are bits of kids missing as well. I'm going to do worse. Just cut the guy's throat. Right, so you're waiting for the guy to come in. You've got a nice, uh, nice angle from where you are. Uh, give me a spot hidden roll as you are waiting. You can't help but kind of look around and take in a bit more of the scene. Double o four, and that is an extreme. Yeah. Oh, you're getting pretty damn good then. Right, you start uh, kind of say, looking around cautiously, but taking in details as you're waiting for anyone to come in through that uh, through that door. You're lurking nicely in the shadows. Um, you see a few things that uh, stick out. One is that there's a large uh, cleared area off to one side um, that looks like it's above you. Um, there's uh, like a hayloft. That's it. But through the bits of the gaps between the planks blood has fallen down it and pulled a little bit away from where you are someone got uh hurt quite badly up there and it's a pool on the floor uh, 
maybe whoever it was up there from what with your quite keen powers of observation came down the ladder or was pushed off the pushed off the hayloft and landed somewhere near where you are because there is a large i mean no one could survive how large this pool of blood is someone got hurt real bad down on uh, near near the ground fairly close to where you are oh is there hay on the floor and stuff yeah, there's hay on the floor, I'd say, covering this large patch of dried blood. But with an extreme, you notice two drag marks that go away from there, presumably the feet of the, as the body was dragged away, right. going towards a large pile of hay off in the far corner of the barn. All right. Well, keeping my, my self stealthy and always ready to attack anybody that comes in, I'll go check it out. I'm fucking horrified, but Okay. Uh, that's barbarism, barbarism of some people. Yeah, this this is what seems to be an exam more of the far more of the previous that you'd seen. Yeah. Uh, following those trails, which you're fairly sure someone has tried to hide them by putting more straw and hay over the top of it to make it look like there isn't an obvious track leading away, but it's just you happen to be standing at the right angle and saw bits of the, the trail going away into the distance. You find a body... And you're fairly sure, given the um, the trousers that are left on it, that this is probably what's left of the airman. Um, you can see definitely is standard allied uh, allied uniform, at least the bottom half of it. Um, the torso is completely bare, but someone has taken a large knife and has started, or not started, has cut a series of odd symbols or patterns into the flesh going down as far as the bone. And the head is completely missing. So no dog tags. Um, oh, no, um, yeah, no, you don't find any dog tags. There's no, well, if they were, they would have just fallen off. They the, would have fallen off at some point. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'll tell the others when I see them, but right now, I, I'm going to at least move back over towards the door. And if... If I can set it so that it's just slightly propped open so I can see if anyone's coming. I'm staying in the dark in the shadows. Gotcha. There's, there's kind of enough gaps between the uh, the wooden paneling that if anyone walked by outside, you'd be able to see their shadow going by. So you you have plenty of positioning and readiness to be able to get the drop on, on them when they come in. Okay. And that from that angle, can I see the others? Yep, uh, you peer oh, through the, kind of the gap in the uh, the boards just as you see Rickard going up to that window to uh, to peer in. So, uh, want to give me a stealth roll for to see how uh, Rickard gets over there and whether he's noticed? Uh, a regular success of me. Okay, uh, that's enough to get you close to the win- uh, close enough to the window. So, yep, you can peer in. Uh, you're probably that close enough you would be able to smell the booze coming out, uh, coming off <laughs> the breath of one of the guys inside. Yet the, the second guy, the one who's not doing the maintenance, he is definitely drunk. And he you can see that a the fact he's got a an open bottle in one hand, uh, you can spell the kind of the spirits on his breath. The front of him also looks like he's been uh, stood fairly close to someone that's been put inside a wood chipper and it's sprayed over most of him. He is yeah. covered in gore. And likewise, the uh, the guy, the mechanic, who's currently uh, kind of arm deep in the uh, in the remains of the tank, 
is also quite heavily blood splattered as well. In fact, his arms are almost completely drenched in blood. It's like a surgery in here. Uh, that's a good. That's a good word to use. Because do you want to give me a spot hidden roll? I was going to. Yeah, I was going to see if mechanical repair would tell me if they were doing a good job. Uh. Uh, spot hidden. I can spend three points. Peering carefully into the darkness, I think, is sensible. Yeah, and you you have to wait for a moment just until the guy moves out the way, and um, that's when you when you see the the interior of the uh, of the tank, or at least the engine block, and you see what looks to be the face of a probably a girl that's no more than about four or five years old that has been peeled off her face, uh, peeled off her skull. And is spread over the interior of one of the of one of the inner workings of the uh, of the tank. You can see where there are bits on certain uh, bits of the mechanism that have broken off, and have been replaced with teeth, with uh, little children's fingers. Uh, it looks like a, a belt has been uh, woven around, or what should have been like a belt shaft, with someone's intestines. Uh, you can give me a sand check for seeing this evidently just insane uh, mechanism inside. I bite the inside of my cheek and take it in stride. Success. Like you don't involuntarily go, oh shit, or anything like that. So you remain hidden. Do not vomit into the barn on top of them. Yeah, as you realize also the um that bucket, yeah, that's full of the pieces that are missing from uh, what Flint saw in the barn. Yeah. That there's just there's like little kids' hands and fingers, uh, eyeballs in there, other bits of limbs and internal organs, which are all in there as spare parts, which he is using to try and repair this tank with. Yeah, so I pull away from the window quickly, covering my mouth so I don't make a sound, and then check, and then back, back and then turn and join them in the... Corpse of trees. They are, I think there's, uh, there are only two in there. I do not think there are yep. much danger. Uh, one of them too. at least is very drunk and they have lost their minds. Uh, they, uh, the, the mechanic is trying to repair that broken tank with murdered, in a sense. Uh, I think I, if uh, you don't mind wait a few moments, I will prepare a small explosive and go and uh, unless we fear that they are, we, this will lead to discovery, I would like to destroy the, both of those uh, human monsters and the ruined machine they are making into some abomination. I agree. But you're you're like too far away to say anything to us right now. I've you're... come back to the cops of trees. Oh, you came back. Oh, okay. I am reporting on. I do not know what he saw, but I have seen. They are. They cannot make the tank work with uh, uh, human flesh instead of steel parts. They are lost. It. Yeah, so... and I perhaps they were mumbling again, and it makes no sense. I hear. Silly words, himmel, schnabel. 
gibst ein uh, there seems to be no rhyme or reason to it almost just seems like random phrases that uh, particularly the drunk guy is the one that seems to be talking more the the engineer is just just grunting every so often although you do hear him at one point say ah, need 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 more parts more parts more parts more parts always more parts and you can pick up the uh, in fact this is something that James will see off in the distance as well picks up the bucket and starts to head towards the barn so do you let do you let him pass as you know that he's walking pretty much directly to where flint is um i'm going to trust flint to handle himself i don't want to start anything just yet especially since i don't know all this horrible stuff going on awesome and i presume the rest of the uh, crew in the cops are keeping quiet and waiting for him to pass yeah, yeah, if he's on the move to the barn, we know that Flint is there. Uh, and I'm probably kneeling down and uh, fixing a uh, primer cord to a piece of plastic. Right. In which case, he's going to get to the barn. Uh, so Flint sees this uh, figure going past, goes in through the door without a care in the world, uh, muttering away to himself, more, more parts, more parts, more parts, as you uh, see him go straight towards that pile. Uh, you have the drop on him. Yeah, the second he comes in, I come up behind him, put my hand over his mouth, and then I cut. All right. uh, give me a fighting brawl roll with a bonus dice. Wait. Yeah, that's the right dice. You muted yourself, Tom. Right at the critical moment, I heard the die go, and then oh, how did I do that? I wasn't even hearing. Uh, oh, it's 007. Okay, so that's an impale. Um, I think so. You're going to be doing with a with a oh, knife like damage. That. Yeah, it's, it's uh, going to be your D4 plus two plus one plus, plus damage bonus rather. I I went with machete, so I went one D8 plus one oh, D4. That works as well. So you do eight automatically. Uh, plus four. Uh, you, as intent, get round him and slice so far in you uh, completely go into his uh, in through his uh, windpipe. There is a gurgling sound as this bright red shower erupts uh, erupts out in front of you. Uh, he drops the bucket uh, beside him, which um, obviously it clatters when it hits the ground. When it clatters and falls out, uh, there are bits of, again, more viscera and blood. Uh, looks like the remains of a stub, or half a stomach that's in there. But you do also see this that tumbles out. I'll, I'll grab the dog tags. And I, if there's like a few moments of life left in his halfway decapitated body, I'm going to be like, you sick fuck. And I might just jam my knife right through his forehead. Oh, well, there's definitely a big open wound in his neck that you could easily twist it. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you stand there and say almost gleefully and satisfiedly watch the last the last few drops of life uh, spray out of the guy and then the body hits the deck with a sickening thud and just this red halo continues to extend out around him. I give it a good kick and then Mm, tasty. Yeah. I, I then look out the I look out the uh 
um, out the out, out the barn to see if the others are out there. Uh, you see where those three are by the by the copse of trees. Yeah. Um, we probably know some sort of hand signals, don't we? You're you're um, professionals. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll give them the the signal that this guy is dead, and that they're all a bunch of sick fucks. <laughs> I don't know how to something do that. like. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll then probably leave the barn and come up against the ha- the side of the house, away from the window. When you say the house, are you thinking the big farmhouse that's a little bit away from there? I guess you... not. I, I guess I'm going over towards the barn where we saw other people. Right, so kind of where where Richard went, Richard. Gotcha. So you're, you're meeting up with the other three yeah. by that copse of trees next to the cow shed. The, the, the fucking barn is full of dead villagers, dead children, dead women. This guy's been chopping them up. I, f- I found the airmen. Oh. They no. carved shit into his skin and cut off his head. So uh, we should... Uh... I, I thought the young girl was taking care of the airmen in the cottage. So if he is already dead, where is what is her concern? Perhaps her parents are hiding in there? I don't know. Is there is there smoke in the chimney of the farmhouse? Yes, there is. So someone is still inside or the house is still occupied. To, to give you a little bit as you're paying attention towards that building in particular, uh, definitely trail of, sm- uh, trail of smoke coming out from the chimney. All the shutters on both the ground floor and the upper floor are all shut. It almost seems like someone has barricaded themselves into that mm. into that building. You say these two guys in here though are drunk. The uh, the one who came to you was a bucket. He is uh, uh, out of his mind. Yeah. The other one perhaps also, but but also drunk. Did, did uh, get a good look at their uniforms. Were any of them the uh, the tank commander, or are they just the, the crew members? Just the crew. You haven't seen the commander yet. Well, I think yeah, as a commander is in the house, maybe afraid of the crew who's going inside. I tell you, Flint, the uh, the bodies you found in the barn. The, he was using them in an attempt to repair his tank. There's like a pile of them in there. I think it's everybody from the village. I want to. I want to do nasty, horrible things to these guys. It is good you were very silent to kill the first one. I wonder if we should wait for his drunken friend to be curious and leave, and then pick him off, we'll and just then... go in and right up to his drunken drunken friend and just. I think that... he might be very easy to ambush. He was not in yeah. his sin. If he's that drunk, Flint, get up against the door. I'll call. We'll call out in German. Come help with the parts, and maybe he'll come out. And you just, and then if not, James and I signal to James like put that at the door, so she he can train at the door. Yeah, I like that. And Clyde and myself, let's look. Keep eyes on the house that. She, Shut it up and keep an eye out for the woman who's walking around. Yeah. So yeah. I have I have primed uh, one explosive, uh, but 
it, it is in waiting. I keep it in front, out of the bag, in case we need something more quickly. But it seems maybe we should be more quiet when we have at least two missing Nazis. Yeah, I want to kill them all. This is something. Something made them not inside their skull. Well, at least we know they're not making that taint work. Yeah, it goes nowhere. Uh, it's right. uh, it's full of it's full of meat. As you're thinking, saying it's full, it's full of meat. You did mention you have mechanical repair. You can give me a mechanical repair roll to give you a, an exact, well, at least more of an idea of what kind of mess they've made of it. Yeah. Uh, regular success, thirty-eight. Okay, you're fairly sure then that it's not irreparable. Uh, but admittedly, you would have to take the uh, the combined body parts of several people and children out of the engine block before you can make it work again. And even then, you'd be looking at somewhere in the region of 2d10 hours to get this thing operable again. Was there on the floor of this uh, cow shed functional pieces of metal, old struts and nuts and bolts and things? Or... All I saw was dead bodies and stuff. Uh, no, I mean, when, and... where I looked in was the tank oh. is. Did they take out yeah. useful parts and put in the teeth? Exactly that. Yes. If there is some kind of uh, new gas that can make the mind so bad, I see. Uh, now we know why the other one took his own life. Yeah. I want to take these guys out right now. So, yeah. Dylan, let's do it. Oh, in German. So I'm up against the. I'm just gonna kind of like even muffle my head to make it like sound a little distorted and be like, "Come, come, Schnell, come help me with the parts." Okay, uh, give me a um, give me a charm roll. Charm, or far, oh. charm or fast talk, your choice. Uh, let me roll. I got based on. Oh, I freaking rolled an eleven. Let me see. That sounds like it's gonna be good. Oh, yeah, I got a uh, charm as 15, so it's a regular success. Okay. In which case, yeah, you hear the guy call go, okay, one foot in front of the other. Oh, you shoulders, hands. No, no. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And you can see the guy kind of uh, slouching out with uh, still carrying his bottle. Uh, James, this gives you a perfect line line on him. If you wanted to, uh, wanted to take a shot, or are you waiting for them to get closer to your uh, group that are lying in wait? Take a shot. Okay, give me a firearms roll. That's a, that's a regular success. Okay, so that'll be two d six plus four. Two d six plus four. Five nine. Okay, uh, he needs to make a con roll because it's not quite all of his hit points, but it's most of them. Oh, right. um, he takes the shot pretty much uh, almost center of mass, uh, immediately kind of staggers back and hits uh, hits the ground. Uh, the The rest of you that are close by can hear him gasping as he's. You're fairly sure he's the bullet punctured a lung. And he's now scrambling around on the floor, trying to go back to the uh, the safety of the cow shed. I, and I'm like, God damn it! 
he was mine like this i'm gonna oh, leap i'm gonna leap inside you say he's scrambling around i'm yeah, gonna to get scramble a, backwards i'm gonna get on top of him with my hand over his mouth and then with this i'm going right in his groin and then ripping up his, his nice. midside and who, who are the monsters in this scenario again i wonder right um give me a fighting brawl roll I'm the fin- at the power of vengeance, <laughs> fighting for all. That's a sixty-seven. Uh, it's still a pass. It's uh, I've got seventy, so I got sixty-seven out of seventy. Roll damage. Uh, four with damage bonus. He he had two hit points left, so that four points is enough to, enough to take right. him out. Um, yeah, you start cutting and there's this uh, sickening, tearing sound as you rip through flesh from the groin heading up. Mm-hmm. As you can see him twitch and start, his eyes start to roll back in the, as he's looking at you. And yeah, and then you, just, you start licking that, uh, that blade. And Yeah. It's a little hard yeah, to stand monster. up at this point. <laughs> now, when so that's... The monster's got nothing on you. This is... Uh... <laughs> When that shot rang out, I'm scanning everything for a window or somebody to look or exactly take take a knee and watch the house as yeah. a cottage. Exactly. Give me a spot hidden roll. In fact, all of you that are looking around, yeah, give, oh, give yeah. me a spot hidden. I found that. I think, I think the only one I'd say that wouldn't be would be Flint. Flint is more than uh, more than a little distracted in uh, in kind of rapture at this moment mm. in time. <laughs> I'm willing yeah. to spend the seven points to make this an extreme if that helps at all, but it's a hard currently. Oh, extreme will be good. Okay. Especially yeah. because I do not see, so I am far. distracted by my friend making me a little. Uh, Dylan and Clyde? I failed. Yeah, back into the high 80s. I go. <laughs> so it seems like James is the only one that sees this then. Um, there is indeed noise. Uh, there is or two po- uh, points of movement that you see. Uh, when I say two, it's more of two locations, but there is two bits of movement in one of them. Um, in the cottage that's off to the, kind of the north side of town, where you're fairly sure the woman ran off to, um, when you hear uh, the guy screaming on the floor as he's starting to be ripped apart and the gunshot, there's an upstairs... Uh, window that you're fairly sure might be even like a little uh, little cubby hole into the attic that quickly opens and you see two people uh, two faces kind of uh, lean out of there and look in the direction of the uh, the cow shed one of them is evidently a uh, teenage or late teens girl the other one is a young boy that's only maybe about again four or five at the absolute most Uh, again looking out somewhat quiz um inquisitively kind of like what was that sound quick and looking around and then quickly pu- uh, pulling the shutters to again the other is in the direction of the farmhouse that again you see a uh, window shutter fly open and you see what looks to be an elderly woman uh that's inside that kind of again looks out and but then is quickly grabbed from behind and pulled back into the dark and then uh, and the hand comes up, uh, reaching out from the black and pulls that window shut. I'll just make a mental note of where those homes are in relation to everything. Yes. But otherwise, nothing else moves, at least in terms of human movement in the area. 
I think I'm going to move in then to join everyone else. Give it a few minutes and then move in. Yeah, nothing else. No one comes out into the open anyway, put it that way. We should have the talkie walkies. So helpful in this situation. (laughs) That would have been good, but no. (laughs) Uh, So we know, uh, do we think it's those of us who are near the the cow shed, uh, I can begin to try to repair this tank. Uh, what was the uh, drunken Nazi drinking? Uh, it looks like he was drinking a very old bottle of uh, actually from uh, this would be something that uh, James would recognize actually a very old bottle of scotch. Uh. So th- this is actually from from Scotland itself. So this is this is either imported, which is a little odd. In this small town, for this small farm to have an exotic, anyway, it is uh, it does help to clear off things, and perhaps a little uh, for my nerves as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I clean the bottle off. Oh, you're uh, on muted. Yeah. I could I could see the mouth moving, but I yeah. reached up before you went to grab. I was like, wait a minute, they something's making them crazy. Maybe the villagers put some toxin in the maybe they're drunk and they were crazy. I don't know. Mm. You make a point. Oh, the one who killed himself had something on his face. Yeah. yeah, I can use it to clean the tank. Maybe we'll find some decent German beer on the hella. Maybe. We should wait on tank repair until we can account for the crew. Well, I suppose, you know, we have to clear the house, but I don't know. Well, well, yeah, I agree that also we could, having a tank that worked would, it would take hours. Okay, so we work on the house, or do we find the girl in the, in the little hut out there? She's not the only one. Or I'm, I'm assuming I've joined you all at this yeah, point. You, so, you, yeah, yeah. I, I've spotted a few other people reacting to the scene. Do we know where, where uh, villages Clint is? mostly? Where is everyone? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, James. They're in the barn. Yeah, the the yeah the tank crew has uh, succumbed to some illness of the mind. Inside the barn is the missing airman, and uh, Flint describes too many of the dead. We will have to burn that uh, before we leave and cleanse the earth. So, yeah, there are many dead inside. And who did you see? Uh, some kids and in and, and that house. And an old woman and at least one other in that one. Hmm. So perhaps the tank commander is in there with the old woman. Why would they not shoot at us? Why would they not defend themselves from the little so city down? they've gone nuts, haven't they? I don't know. So the three down here are very unwell in the mind. So we've got three dead so far. There's two left. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah, the commander and one left. So uh, we should clear the tank first. Maybe we can just quickly rush the tank from the flank. So if anyone's manning the hull machine gun, we won't get hit. And then uh, 
just fire a few rounds into the tank. That should ricochet and mess well, up. Flint, well, I was Flint actually... Up, yeah, I was going to say, Flint got pretty up close and personal in oh, the tank okay. area. Um, you did not hear anyone else in there making any okay. kind of sound. There's, the tank's empty. Nice. So maybe that girl that uh, that James saw in the window is possibly the girl that I saw by the well and maybe her, let's say her brother. Hopefully they're safe and hiding. The old lady could be with the tank commander or it could be another civvy, you know, hiding with her. So don't just shoot in case, just in case. And I don't, I don't see anybody else in the tank area, right? No, you certainly don't see anyone else in there. But if you're having a look around, you can give me a spot hidden roll. Be careful what you see. 20, 29. Right now I'm so angry about what I saw in the barn. Uh, 29 is two points away from hard. I'll spend two luck to get a hard. Yeah, hard will be good. Right. Um, you have a peer around not just the tank, but the kind of wider area as well. Now that the sun's even coming up a bit further, you've got a bit more light on the situation. And you can also see a bit more of what's in that open area in, uh, in front of the farmhouse, which is on the far side of the cow shed from the direction you came at it from. You're fairly sure you've, uh, you've identified where the site of this massacre took place. Um, there are numerous big piles of blood or big areas of blood stains that are out in the open. And the whole uh, north side of the farmhouse is just peppered in bullets, uh, in bullet holes. Um, it looks like something happened outside the front of the farmhouse that kickstarted this all uh, this all off. That there was just a hail of gunfire directed towards the front of that uh, the front of that house, and it seems like everyone that was in the way got mowed down, yeah. and that then indiscriminate shooting just started happening like crazy gunfire off in all directions. But it started focused at that that side of that building. And that's then where everyone seems to have fallen and the bodies have been dragged away. Given the, the relative freshness of the scene, you're fairly sure this happened no more than 24 hours ago. So what it way you're describing it, it sounds to me like my assumption would be maybe they lined up all of the villagers and just executed them all? Uh, with a hard, no. Um, you think they were gathered outside. They weren't lined up. It's almost as if something, for want of a better phrase, something spooked them, and then they got uh, they got mowed down in the hail of gunfire as after them starting panicking. Mm. You don't think this was intentional, but it's just that's that seems to be what's happened. That all the villagers were outside and then got caught in the crossfire, and then we're all dragged into the barn or whatever. Yes, I will. Uh... I'll I'll move back to the front of the tank, uh, and I'll I mean I'll probably look in to see what uh, Richard was talking, Richard was talking about, and I'll look over at them and I'll say, "How far is the window where the girl and the boy were from where we are?" Uh, not that far. It's only like a couple of buildings lengths away from where you are. Uh, the farmhouse is by far the biggest structure in this little hamlet. Um, the cottage where she is off, uh, she is in relation to that is a little bit off to like the northeast. Um, it's probably about 20, 20 meters at the absolute most away from there. 
should should we just clear buildings starting with the closest? I, w- I was going to say if I could get a little closer and call up to her and see if she's obviously watching that we were killing these German, you know, the, the Nazis. I mean, they are German too, but obviously they're butchering people here, so they're hiding from them too. Maybe she, we could get some information from her. I could light the barn on fire. And when the people come running out, I mean, the officers, whatever, they'll come running out. We can just mow them down. But isn't there an old lady up there too? No, that's the farmhouse. Oh, the barn okay. is where all the, the, the dead are. Yeah. Well, is- where the tank is. Right, right, right. No, the tank is in the cow shed. The barn is the, where the bodies were. Right, okay. I'm I'm in the cow shed where the tank is. So I was just saying I could light this building on fire. I'm not sure we do not want to save this tank. Uh, A tank is a useful thing to have in an enemy territory. Pretty messed up though, isn't it? Yeah, plus fuel, ammunition. I mean, we have no idea what state it is. We could look at it. So you want me to light the barn on fire where the bodies all are? I, we must either bury them or cremate them. It's an unclean. I don't even want to see what you describe. Well, I'm just saying it's but a distraction to call we, the. Yeah. yeah either like we the call idea. out in German to the house or we call out in German to the cottage. Uh, I think we believe in the cottage, there are only children. And we can even go around to the cottage without yeah. being very much in danger of fire from the farmhouse. I like that idea. I think, I mean, we do not yeah. know where the tank commander is, and uh, we know that there are unknown parties within the farmhouse, and it is defensible. Huh? It is covered windows, and we do not know the inside. But perhaps the girl can tell us where right. the tank men came from, what they did. Uh, I am happy the- also, Flint, to burn all of it eventually, but first we want to see if we, whom we can save. It's oh. it's also March, so the ground is going to be moist. So the, the fire, there won't be a chance or a good chance of the fire getting out of control. Just probably want you to tell me what to do then. Whoever What's amongst the plan? you that whoever amongst you that likes to do this, one person can give me a stealth roll, please. I believe Dylan, you are even more stealthy than I. Uh, Twenty-one. Uh, that I have for one point, I can get a hard. Okay. Uh, do you want to spend that? Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, this yeah. is an opposed roll. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, don't worry about spending it because I have almost an extreme. So I've got. Yeah, I'm. I'm equal oh. hard. All right. All right. Um, as you are talking, you're still fairly <laughs> quiet amongst yourselves. You wouldn't be. Uh, you wouldn't be heard from the direction of the uh, the farmhouse. Hmm. But maybe your voice is carried across on the wind because you do hear the, at least a and a an arm coming out of that uh, that hatch that's kind of gesturing in your direction to come over to the cottage. I cautiously walk towards it. Should we all go? And hello, who is this? A look like a girl's arm or a kid's arm? It's uh, a girl's arm. Young girl, what what is going on here? I mean, you no harm. Come, all, all of you come in here quick, I'll explain. And she, I believe she does actually speak in English. Uh, yes, she does. All right. I was talking to her in German, and I'll switch to English. If, mm-hmm. um, I, I go in and 
you know, I go in like that, obviously, but mm -hmm. if I don't see any immediate danger, then I'll wave, I'll wave the next closest. Yeah, you head into the cottage, you see there's a lot, there's an upper floor, uh, there's a tight staircase that goes up to a, uh, goes up to an attic. Uh, but inside you can see, uh, from the stairs, you can see a young boy, uh, as previously described, about four or five. Um, he's uh, dressed in, again, uh, dirt, uh, not bloody, but dirty clothing. And then the uh, the girl herself, it looks like she's kind of rubbed a load of soot all over to try and uh, make herself more, uh, basically darker and kind of blend in a bit more. But it's otherwise plenty of uh, blood and dirt on her as well. Um there is, uh, you can see tucked in her belt, there is a Luger that would be uh, kind of the kind of gun that would have been in the holster of the dead guy outside. Yep. Probably mm -hmm. gives you an idea of where that gun ended yeah. up finally. But yeah, she uh, she kind of gestures for you to uh, to come in. You don't get the impression that she's not like waiting there with gun in hand to blow. Right, away. right. But she, she's armed, but she's not directing it towards you. Correct. Yeah, and then once I got in and saw the kid, I just, I, you know, I lowered my, my weapon. So do we all move in that direction? All right. I'll be the last one to go in. Okay. Yeah, she waits She waits for everyone to go in. She kind of counts off doing a kind of visual head count. And then when uh, when the last person's in, assuming everyone goes in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll but I'll keep, an eye, I'll keep an eye out to look out the windows to see if the other Germans show up. Now I'll look out another wall in another direction to the window, keeping an eye look out in that direction. Uh, um, apart from the uh, the chickens almost doing a goose step going uh, going by, there's nothing else that seems vaguely Nazi-ish happening out out there. And again, they just got to wander by, bobbing ahead and plucking away. But yeah, nothing else is kind of moving outside. But yeah, otherwise inside you have a. Uh, a young boy and late teen uh, teenage girl. I I am Dylan. Are you okay? Do you need medical attention? Uh, she she shakes her head. No, no, I'm 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 okay. Um, her English is pretty well, but uh, pretty good. But you can tell she is a native German speaker. She's very much got an, a German accent. I, I could speak German and then translate it back to the group also. Uh, my um, my grandmother spoke. My grandmother taught me how to speak English, so. I've, I'm I'm happy speaking English, I, I but no, I'm, I'm not hurt. Search my pockets to see if I have one of those little Hershey bars from the mess kits, and I throw it to the kid. Okay, yeah, you you can inflict Hershey but a Hershey bar on him. That's uh, a fate almost worse than death, at least for my taste buds anyway. Well, uh, they all would come in the mess. They'd be that little chunk uh, chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, he, he will he will gladly take uh, take that. You can almost almost like a ratty like, scurries down the stairs to pick it up and then retreats back up and then kind of nibbles away on the uh, on the bar, looking uh, looking down at you. The uh, yeah, the girl comes uh, across. My my name's Annalise. Uh, this is my uh, my brother Fabian. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that there's some some helps finally arrived. I mean, this this has been this has been horrible here for the. Well, the did you, did you see what was in the in the barn? Yes. What the heck is is like? Do you know what's going on here? And then I'm relaying anything she says back in English. Oh, so she's speaking English anyway, so you can oh, all okay, okay. hear her understand her. Um, yeah, we um, there, there was a tank crew that their their tank they got separated from their unit and they they wandered into our into our into our hamlet. 
uh, they they pulled up into the cow shed to uh, perform repairs and they were doing as soldiers do they just ran rampant over the uh, over the hamlet looking for looking for provisions looking for somewhere to stay and and well uh, we were we were hiding an airman that said uh, that he crashed about a week ago and he was hiding in uh, hiding in the barn and they they found him and they and her voice just kind of trails off hey. um you can give me psychology roles though uh, not even close 98 i thought a five out of ten oh, yeah. i'm rolling really well tonight yeah. nice <laughs> does it seem like she's lying uh, anyone else be uh, get equal or better than the hard, or are you all? Nope. Uh, the, for, the, for the other four of you, then it sounds like yeah, she's very heartfelt in what she's saying. Yeah, you you believe her completely. Um, Flint, nothing that she said is a lie, but she isn't telling you everything. She is holding something back. So, why'd they carve him up? Uh, her eyes go wide at that point. What? What? What do you mean? Carved, carved him up? Looks like they were torturing and maybe carving some Nazi symbols and stuff into his skin. Uh, she shakes her head. I, 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 I. All I know is that there's, there's just, there's one of them left. I mean, they, they end up mowing down one of their own guys in, in the gunfight, um, and then they took all the, the bodies into the, into the barn. There's only the commander left. He's in the he's in the, the main house. He's got my grandmother with him. He's he's using her as I don't know some kind of hostage. For what? Hostage We're for over, what? Over there. Uh, you uh, point towards in yeah, the direction the of the farmhouse. Yeah, that that's it. They're in there. You've you've, you've got to get her out of there. I I I, I mean I I'm just I'm a girl with a with a single gun. I'm not. I'm not no, trying we to are, this. Of we'll course, Mademoiselle, we understand. Uh, you, you have been very strong to survive all of this so far. Uh, your grandmother, she is the one who teaches you English? Yes, yes, she's from uh, she's from Scotland originally. Ah, mon Dieu. Uh, countryman of yours. Uh, Flint can give me another psychology role. I'm got an eleven. That's uh, oh, that's not a pass. I'll uh, spend that one point of luck. I'll spend that one point of luck. Uh, yeah, you're kind of really intently looking her over and trying to get a read on her. Um, kind of maybe replaying that scene back in your mind a bit. Um, it was almost when you said about that he'd been cut up that there was kind of this look of panic that came across her face, and. Now that you think back to what she said, she she actually evaded your question quite mm -hmm. directly just by giving you the details about what's happening in the farmhouse. All right, girl. Something's going on here, and you know more than you're telling me. And I'm I'm not physically up close to her, but I am pointing at her with my knife. Mm -hmm. She's she does she knows something. She knows something. What 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 what's what's up? What were they doing with her, with that body, I, or with the guy? I don't I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. It's just they they just all went nuts. Uh, uh, 
please, uh, Corporal Cornac, she is traumatized child, no? Uh, Fabian, do you also have some English from Grandmama? Uh, he, hears, he hears his name at that point, kind of looks down the stairs, but you're kind of catching that he recognized his name, but otherwise doesn't understand a word of what you're saying. Fabian was just like five or six years old, though, right? Like four or five, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's not going to be... Now, so so you're... Said, uh... oh, sorry. I was just going to say, James, I can never understand a goddamn word you say anyway. <laughs> Maybe you could talk to the grandmother and the German won't understand a word you two are talking about. I, I, I'm all in favor of just going over there maybe around behind the, the farmhouse, slipping inside and cutting the German's throat. That's a good idea. Um, Dylan, you could be speaking to him in German to get his attention, which would uh, give you a good chance to sneak inside, Flint. Yeah. I'll He's also that. aware of our presence now. I'm worried that if we delay much longer, what will happen to her? Uh, or Mom's in James, you could get another bead, go out the back door while we go out the front and get a bead on the you know door, window, or whatever. I'll go, I'll walk right up and talk to him. And Fabian, you and in German, uh, you take care of your sister. You watch if, her while we if go. If he's crazy, he might try to shoot you. Be careful. Uh, we have, I think, a few. We could get some more information before we run off to attack the farmhouse, which does not seem ready to attack us. Well, talk to her. She knows something. I, I think she knows something. Would you uh, stop waving that knife around? Jesus yeah. Christ. She, she does take a couple of steps back again when you start waving that big old blade in front of her. Mamsel, uh, the, the mom and the papa, they are in the barn now? Or? My, my parents are gone. Gone uh, long ago? Or in this fight? You kind of see her close her eyes and try to force the words out of her mouth. As she, it definitely seems to be quite painful. They're in the barn. All least what's left of them, okay? And the uh, whole village comes to your house. Uh, why is this? Uh, she kind of, kind of opens up her eyes and kind of looks a bit confused. I, sorry, I, I, I don't understand. All the village is killed right in front of the farmhouse. Why were they here? We we were asked to to go gather at the front of the uh, just gather outside and then I know one of them they they must have found the airman and but one of them came out and he was acting he was acting crazy and and that's when they they just started shooting and like I me and I, I grabbed Fabian and we ran but they got they gunned down everyone else. They didn't start acting crazy until after they found the, the airman. Yeah, she kind of looks kind of around, kind of her eyes kind of dart all over the room. It must, it must have been they must have found the airman or something. I don't know that that's something. Just maybe one of them, one of them went crazy. I just, I just don't know. So seem to be quite uh, crazy, as you say. Yeah. Uh, what is the airman? His name? Right. Uh, she did know. So Charles Powell. It was Powell. Yeah, yeah uh, Charles, uh, Charles, Charles Powell. I've yeah, I show them the uh, the what's call it, the, the dog, dog tags. tags. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm starting to, to think about this now. Powell, the fellow in the barn, did his body seem more decomposed than the villagers' bodies? I.e., I'm thinking, did the Germans kill the airmen or did the villagers kill the airmen? Uh, give me a retroactive spot hidden roll. So you're kind of thinking back to the uh, yeah. to what you saw about the body. 37 is a uh, it's a regular spot hidden. You're fairly sure that yeah, he's he he evidently died. Um, you think within the last 24 hours, probably about the same time that the rest of the, okay. uh, the rest of the village got gunned down. So I can assume then the Germans probably killed him. Uh, that's my assumption, right? Yeah, okay, there's, but there's a but in that. Um, so yeah, there's plenty of wounds on the kind of the lower torso that would account for all the blood that you saw. Uh, like there is uh, a couple of gunshot wounds that would account mm -hmm. for it. You got hit in the stomach, but now you think back to it all those cuts that are on the upper part of his torso going from like shoulder to shoulder and the head being removed post-mortem. Mm. We're about three hours in. Do people want a uh, quick bio break for five minutes at this point? Because it seems like a good, yeah. uh, good point to stop. Yeah, cool. Yeah. To be continued. Now let's go and kill some Nazis. <laughs> yeah, so on, a, on a brighter note, and to distract before I get too, yeah, too wound up. Yeah, you have some. Uh, you have some bad guys to kill. <laughs> cool. Or or have something happen to us as a result of yeah being very very clueless. I'm I'm kind of happy. I mean, so far so good. <laughs> if only I I you know. If I, if, I, if I didn't know what this was, I'd be like, all right, we got rid of those horrible guys. Let's just keep going east. Yeah. There were these children in this creepy house. Well, gnawing Maybe a the, few fires. Gnawing in the back of my character's mind is we're supposed to be somewhere supporting troops for the for us to come. So part of my character is like wanting to get out of here, but I know the adventures here. So <laughs> also, this is a little bit why I'm thinking maybe we should take this tank. It might be very helpful where we are going to have a panzer tank. We can hide inside. It has machine guns. They probably also know that we were shot down. We were probably not the only people shot down. Yeah. And it was very bad. The air flak we had. And this isn't taking too much time off our track. I mean, if you, we look at the overall spread, this has been like an hour about. But, so it's, yeah. yeah, by the time you get the tank working, you could easily have covered, uh, covered up any lost ground, assuming you can get it working, that is. Oh, yeah, I, I think the, the tank is, is a fool's errand. I, I personally think we just kill the crew, save the grandma, and move on. That's what I think. There might be a car or something in, yeah. in, the, in the hamlet. Brilliant. That's well, there, yeah, there are other places we have not looked, but it. I think it, again, it is useful to have a tank. They make them for a reason. Yeah. Uh, just like blowing shit up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, explosives are an investigator's best friend. A large cannon and two submachine guns. Yeah. I do not say no. Yeah. And we go faster this way. 
Oh, yeah. Do any of us know how to drive a tank? Exactly. That's why you And do we want to be mistaken our, for Germans by our that, own people? That's what I was thinking, too, actually. And we can go at the tremendous rate of, uh, let's see, three miles a gallon. <laughs> yeah. Just, or no, just, is it three gallons a mile? I forget. Point it at the enemy and, and then jump out. Let it just crush them. Stu, is that 40 Load cal? Down. It's a 40 cal machine gun on the... Oh, on, on the tanks? Um, yeah. Both the coax, that's the one that's coupled in the turret, and the one in the hole, they're both 7.92 millimeter. Oh, it's right. the same round that the MG-34 and the MG-42 use, which yeah. is their standard machine gun. One of the best machine guns uh, ever uh, yeah. of the war, definitely. But anyway. Especially as you were talking about, the, uh, talking about that machine gun, those machine guns. Uh, with your in-depth knowledge, uh, you will be aware that you could remove them from the tank, but if you wanted to use them outside of the tank, you would have to have somewhere to mount them first. But that is, and it would also require two people to carry the thing. Um, but that is an option if you wanted wanted to go down that route. If you wanted to lay down some serious firepower, yeah, I think we'll be okay. There is material here that is useful. Also, I'm going to milk one of those cows because. Some fresh milk would be very nice before we travel on. Were there any cows? Yeah, yeah wander around because there's no one to mind them because the village has been chopped up and put in the pile. I'm I'm with Dylan that we need to get to, to what we were doing, but if we let's go rescue Grandma, yeah. and then Grandma can take care of the kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After after we kill the last guy, this is no longer our problem. Whatever right. fucked right. up things happened here. Yeah. Maybe scrounge a couple things from the tank, spike the rest of the tank, and move on. Right. That's good. All right. That's right, good. Um, <laughs> at so, least the, uh, the teenage girl will, mention, uh, will uh, inform you. If you're looking at the farmhouse and um, potentially looking at going in, um, the main door is kind of like a, it sticks out from the front of the building. Uh, there's a, got a bay window at the back where the dining room is, but she'll give you a basic uh, overview of the house so you know what you're getting into when you go inside. Uh, so there's the little hatch that come, I can't remember what the name of, what, what the technical term for it is, but basically it's a bit that kind of, if you imagine it being a rectangle, it's kind of a bit that juts off that. And then that's a, uh, like a little um, uh, uh, closet, uh, coat, coat room. That's it. Uh, and then that leads into like an kitchen. alcove or something that's sticking out of it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that leads into a kitchen. There's a corridor that goes across to a dining room. There's a, uh, a living room beyond that. And that forms pretty much the whole ground floor. And then a staircase which goes up uh, to the next floor where you've got three bedrooms in a row and a small box room that's above the, uh, kind of the main entrance beneath. Back door into the kitchen? Uh, no, there isn't on the uh, on the map. There's pretty much the one way in. That's uh, one way in and one way out. And no root cellar or any underground. Uh, no, they have. They haven't got any base. They haven't got any basement or cellar. Uh, most of that stuff is kept in one of the outside um, outside sheds. Okay. Are there any trees close to the house? Yeah, on the south side, there's small tree cover. Um, I'm thinking more. If I can get over there and climb up to the second story and go through a window. Don't think it's close enough, is it? 
A yeah, trellis. You'd, you'd have to you'd have to climb up the outside of the house. Right. Mademoiselle, no. there's only two people inside, you are sure. There's Commander and I, I believe Grandmama. So, yeah. It's the, I mean, there's no other there are only the up until up until last night, there were only four of the uh four of the uh soldiers left. One of them shot himself last night. That's the gun you have, no? Yeah. And the man inside he has the same gun, you think? I'm I'm not sure what he he has. He's I've I've heard because I've tried to scout out the area as best I can and keep an eye on what's happening. He seems to be yelling and barking orders at, at an empty house, as far as I can tell. Yeah, also he is in the head, not uh, not well. So given that there are two of them and she is not willing. If we go one on each side of the house, he cannot cover very much at all. He can only run around and be afraid. We have easy access to the house. Um, Zed, your grandmother, is she, how old is she? Oh, she she's old. Can she get around, walk around easily enough? Yeah, she's she's slow, but she's... Uh, she's able to move. Uh, she thinks uh, that her grandmother's in her uh, mid to late sixties, perhaps. Not not so very old. But uh, do you think uh, if we approach the house, they will they will kill her, or he will? I I don't know. I, I I've heard him yelling at her and beating her and barking orders. Mm. That he's he's doing something in there. I don't know what. Maybe he is building a uh, another meat machine. We better go quickly, I'd say. Flint, something you said caught my attention. This was up until 24 hours ago, working Hamlet. There's barns. There has to be a ladder somewhere here. Has to be, you know, somewhere. If you wanted to put it up against the back while we distract them from the front and then barge in. You know that could take them by surprise coming in a yeah, second especially story if I window. come from from down from upstairs down on top right, of right, them. exactly. If you mention that there must be a ladder around here, you can see like a light bulb kind of goes off in Annalise's uh, head. So yeah, yeah, we 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 must have one. There must it probably probably by the tool shed behind the behind the house. I got it. Yeah, uh, she she gestures in the direction that you need. So to I'm go. going to. Go to the door and I'm trying to get as much cover as I possibly can. And go low. Uh, you were going to say something, Richard. Before you run out, uh, Cormac, uh, perhaps, James, you can set up a position here to cover two sides of the farmhouse from a stable place. So if this uh, commandant sticks out his, uh, his bush head pop, I think you have an angle that you can, and then, and it, this also makes it easier for Flint to run out and grab the ladder, or we can move around, because if we see the German, then you take it away. No? Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Out I go. And wherever that, I mean, that the building is here, I'm going to keep my side profile to it so that I'm the least amount of target gotcha. and move move swiftly. 
And as he goes, I will cover the building with the officer in it, just from a like a kneel prone behind cover position. So if anything starts shooting at him, I'll return fire and try to suppress them. Okay, uh, Flint, give me a stealth roll. Eighteen. Hey, you fire. Um, where's stealth? Uh, fifty-five. So uh, that is a hard. Okay, my 29 on my... I'm looking at the wrong stat block, that'd be why. I don't mind. Um, he's got a better spot hidden. My 29 is also a hard, just because he's got a spot hidden of 60. So, who has the better skill? What's your stealth in total? My stealth is uh, 55. Right, he has the edge on you then. Um in which case, yeah, you're going side profile on and you are indeed keeping uh, the minimum surface area visible, mm -hmm. but you do see a window get flung open upstairs and a handgun, not a rifle, a handgun shot starts going bang, bang, bang in your general direction. And I have suppressive fire that, that so I was sort of hopefully, I was right there. Uh, <laughs> is it just Clyde or is uh, Drummond also uh, leaping in with some yeah. of the, the yeah, action? Yeah, I'll leap in as well, yep. Right. Uh, both of you can give me spot hidden rolls to see if you can actually see him from the angle where you are. Aha! A fail. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. 16 is an extreme. Nice. Right, yeah. Cl Cl Clyde, you, how, how is he shooting through this window that's still shut? I and mean, this doesn't make any sense. But yeah, Drummond, you, you have him. You definitely, you can see where he is. Oh yeah, I'm taking a shot. Roll it. Uh, 58. Yep, yeah, that's a pass. Okay, so you're 2d6 plus 4. Six and 1 is 7 before 11. 11. All right. Let's say con roll. Oh, 08 is definitely an extreme pass there. Right. Um, you again, you catch kind of uh, upper chest, kind of uh, kind of around about that kind of area. Um, mm -hmm. you but oh, you all, all probably audibly hear the ah and a thud from the direction of the farmhouse. He definitely goes down. If I if I also hear that, mm -hmm. my direction changes and I start heading towards the porch. Because okay. I figure now why why bother to sneak in when he hit gotcha. him. Yeah, I mean, you start running forward. Uh, you can get to the porch and you can get to the door. Uh, you realize when you get there that the door apparently seems to be barricaded from the inside. Uh, you can give me a strength roll to see if you can barge your way in. 48 is... I've got 70 strength, so it's still a, a regular. Right. Whack! Um, you push aside. You manage to push aside the chair that was wedged under the door, basically shoulder Switched barging it in. And the uh, the others of you can see that he has stormed through the uh, through the entrance. I, Dylan, I wanted to retroactively once the shots were fired. Once I heard uh, James hit him, I wanted to yell, "Grandmother, get to cover! Hot, get down! We're coming for you! Hide, hide!" Yeah, you definitely yell. Um, you can see that uh, Annalise has obviously seen what's going on. She runs out of the door and starts running towards that farmhouse as well, uh, yelling for 
uh, yelling for her mother, uh, her grandmother, Margo, Margo, I'm coming, I'm coming. There doesn't seem to be any return fire coming from uh, coming from the upstairs window. Can any of us, or at least myself, I want to try and grab her by the scruff of the neck to stop her from running into a bullet, possibly, or in, a bad a scene, fight, yeah. or a dead um, grandmother? Give me an opposed X roll, because she is pretty quick. All right. uh, 31 out of 70, so it's a hard... Okay, I've got the edge on you slightly on Dex. I've got a Dex of 75 and a move of a 9. Oh wow! And oh, an 04. Yeah, um, she's like yeah. a bullet out of a gun. She just goes straight. I'm waiting off. for her inside the door. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that was me thinking you didn't kill women or kids. No, no. I don't. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm listening to hear if anything is moving around upstairs. How does uh, young Fabian respond before? Uh, he's looking around, but a bit more worriedly especially when there's uh, the gunshot rings out you can see he kind of instinctively dives upstairs and up, up out oh. of the way for cover does he carry anything like a doll or uh there's the the remains of the chocolate bar but other than that he hasn't got anything because yeah. from what yeah. was uh from what annalise told you they were outside when when the shit hit the fan yesterday they just ran with they didn't have anything with them they just ran I'm sort of minding. I'm, I'm. Everyone has such a control. I am sort of in the cottage, or near the door of the cottage, underneath the young boy, keeping okay. an eye on things. Flint can give me a listen roll, and Ricard can give me a spot hidden. But I'm looking for an extreme in both cases. I got a seventy-seven, so I failed. I'm. You hear nothing. My, all I can hear is my heart beating inside okay. my chest. Oh. More, more actually, you don't hear the interesting thing that you uh, that you might have been able to hear otherwise, but you do hear the sound of upstairs a rather in pain and uh, demented uh, tank commander yelling at seemingly as if he's barking orders as, as if there was a room full of people and then starting letting off shots into uh, seemingly off in the air around him, but not the actions of a sane man by the sound of it. I'll I'll go up uh, quickly and minding, you know, that I don't want to get shot. <laughs> and Richard? Uh, pardon the animal? Uh, the cat. Uh, I, uh, I will happily spend one point to make it an extreme spot again. Oh, okay. Um. Give me a uh, a sanity check, please. That's always a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, 16. I care nothing about human life, apparently. Well, you, you don't care anything about human life, especially when what you see happening is uh, most certainly shouldn't be alive. Um, you might remember Flint describing that headless corpse. Mm, well. You're fairly sure you see it walking past an open window in the barn. Uh, the uh, the scarred American, mm. maybe not so much him. flesh on top and no head. Correct. Is in is where is he in the barn? Um, in one of the windows that goes into the barn, from the inside, you see this figure get up and then move a walk 
out um basically it's in your field of view for about a second i assume i still take some loss even for a success because that is very unnatural let me just double check uh oh you do indeed it is a 1d3 on a pass uh makes more sense uh and uh happily aha three uh Happily, I uh, have already been preparing this explosive charge. So mm-hmm. I am less concerned about the boy upstairs and more concerned. I already plan to mix this whole farm, uh, barn area with the corpses, uh, ash and rack. Mm-hmm. So I finished that charge and approached the barn to intercept this uh, impossibility. Okay, so you're, you're running uh, straight towards... Uh... One might say head on towards this uh, headless. Oh uh, no 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 no, <laughs> Monsieur! <laughs> uh, I I think I have to finish the charge first. Okay, you know, I had primed something, but there will be a moment. But and I don't think I will run uh, unless the corpse is moving quickly. Uh, it's well, you only saw it for literally about a second as it walked past that open window. It was staggering forward kind of arms outstretched yeah. in front of it. Oh, well, you can't see very well after one. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's kind of missing a, missing two uh, essential components here. All right, so, uh, yeah, I will, I will uh, move with it unaced, mm-hmm. but not to um, make a mistake with the boom. Gotcha. Well, so, everyone, so we know Flint's inside. Uh, you heading upstairs? Mm-hmm. Okay, and the other three, whereabouts are you? I was going to go, sorry, I was going to go for any other entrance, like opposite where Flint went in. Like if he went in on the east, I'll go in on the west or even the front door. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you, if you head round the back, uh, there would be windows that lead into the dining room. Uh, They all still have shutters on. So if you wanted to try and barge your way through, you can give me a strength roll to see if you can force them open and try and, and try and get in that way. Uh, 71 out of 80, so a regular success. Smash! This isn't going to stop a, a man-mounting like you. You barge through. You know, there's gr- uh, glass shatters. You go uh, stomping through the, in the, through into the living room, uh, into the uh, dining room, rather. And Clyde? Um, let's see. Well, uh, I had gone just outside the building with the kids to do cover fire for Flint, and that's where James and I were basically doing cover fire, where James had the great hit and I had the great uh, miss of anything at all. Uh, so, yeah, so we're, I guess, we're starting out from at that building. So I guess I'll, I'll just start, I'll just start running towards the building, entering from the nearest entry into the first floor or the ground. Same floor. Yep, same way that Flint went in. Uh, James, yeah. same kind of thing? Um, actually, since I see the three of them moving in on that, I'm going to stay with Richard and, and help him do whatever needs to get done. Okay. All right. So we've got uh, Clyde, Dylan, and Flint have gone inside. Flint's got to the top of the staircase first. Um, Flint, do you want to give me a luck roll? Sure. 30. Uh, yes, I've got 30 luck. Okay, in which case, a bullet slams into the door frame next to you, but doesn't go the extra inch or so uh, across that it would have hit right. you. 
as you can see that on the floor is a wounded uh, tank commander that's literally just firing off wildly into the corners of the room, yelling, protect me, you assholes! Gonna we, do we shoot traitors around here? And he's just yelling to an empty room. Right. Um, I'm going to throw my knife at his, at his face. How good's your throw? Oh, I didn't even check that, did I? <laughs> hey, oh, you're going to find oh. out now. Got 20. Base 20. <laughs> God. <laughs> Maybe that's a stupid thing to do. <laughs> I got six. Oh. Which right, is that's... actually a hard. <laughs> okay. do, you want to, uh, do you want to blow the luck to make it a couple of points to make that an extreme? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's hardly <laughs> anything. Flint's famous crotch shot. And of course, at the same time, this comes out too. But <laughs> right, with, yeah. with an extreme, I'll allow you to uh, say, because he only has two hit points left. You keep doing this. You get, get people down to such a minimum amount that's left. I'm pretty sure it was two, because you did... Uh, where is it? Yeah, my 11 points. I did 11, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, 11 out of his 13. So, um, yeah, how would uh, Flint like to dispatch with this uh, expert throw uh, to land on the poor tank commander. I say it just hits him right in the face, goes through an eye socket and into his brain. Um, okay. You Which guys are going to have to all call me coup de gras from now. Yeah. <laughs> right, there is indeed a, a thud. And uh, the guy looks, his one, uh, one last eye looks at you, kind of opens wide, just as it, in almost like a death reflex, he brings up the gun in your de- general direction and then slumps back. And uh, as his de- as his hand hits the or his gun hits the floor, clicks, and he's out of ammo anyway. Okay. So I'll move in quickly. Um, retrieve my knife, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, like I'm going to take the dude's gun. And does he have any interesting insignia on his, you know, medals or? Yeah, I'll take the his iron cross and I'm looking around. Grandma. Any any grandma here? Yeah, that's all I'm doing. Same. Yeah, um, you hear some uh at this point some rummaging from the next bedroom across. And you Um, hear a Scottish uh an accent, a Scottish uh accented, but still mixed a little bit with German as if someone that's been over here and naturalized for a for a while. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm in. I'm in here. I'm in here. You're safe. Uh, the Germans are all dead, and oh. probably what's his name can hear that too downstairs. That that's great. That, that that's that's great. That's great. And you can see this old lady comes out into the hallway oh, yeah. dressed in this kind of shawl. Um, she kind of sees you, sees the German on on the floor, but she's looking around as if this is kind of inconsequential to her. It looks like she's yeah. I mean, looking for something. Uh, Americans, uh, your uh, your the granddaughter and grandson are safe. Oh, this this that thank thank you thank you. I, I I don't know how to how to repay you, but uh, I must. I where, where is it? Where is it? What have you oh, lost? Be, I don't like he. She goes. She points down at the uh, the body on the floor. He took something from me. He took something. I, it's. I'll uh, go over to him and start searching through his pockets. 
no, it's, it, it wouldn't be on. It wouldn't be on him. It's too big. It's a, it's a box about about like this, but like this. And she kind of gestures for what could be like a, well, maybe a wine ca- a wine box, a wine. Well, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. Just you know, um, once you come downstairs, we'll uh, reunite, reunite you with your grandkids. Those of you outside can see, because um, as mentioned, Annalise ran over there like, uh, say, a bullet out of a gun. Um, she is, you can hear her tearing around on the ground floor, almost like she's searching for something as well. Put my knife away. What do you think she's looking for? Here's your grandma. Oh, yeah, you hear her kind of, again, not quite absent-minded, but saying, thank thank you, thank you. I, I can't thank you enough. But uh, again, she's just looking around. Um, I'm, go on. I'm looking at, yeah, we're giving eyes and hand signals to each other. Like, what the? Unless uh, if you're waiting around, finally you hear um, a vo- uh, Annalise's voice call out from downstairs, found it! And she emerges from underneath the kitchen table uh, with a box that's about, yeah, kind of would be a small box for you could probably fit about six wine uh, bottles of wine in there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's old. It's uh, fairly flimsy wood with a, got a little uh, hatch on top of it. I, uh, I go to the front door and I give the signal to anybody who's still outside. All clear. I'm not paying attention to the why. I don't care about their wine or their. That's what you think is all clear. Family I am, uh, jewels. That's why I was the, the gold. They probably hid their gold from the. Nazis. I already, I already got all the family jewels that I wanted today. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the relative speed of the Atlas man trying to leave the barn and myself an explosive device. Can I catch him before he leaves? And given the rate at which he moves, uh, what's your speed? Uh, what's your move? My movement rate is nine. You're tied. Um, in which case, then, by the time you've got your explosive together, because you said you need to prime it and get it ready, and then you need to uh, to run over there, you start heading over there as you see this thing emerge from the barn arms out in front of it, going towards the farmhouse. Who's left outside? I was going with Richard. This is the first time I've ever seen any of this, so I feel like I need a sanity roll. <laughs> I, I, was, I was about to say, anyone still outside can give me a sand check for seeing this oh, no. animated headless corpse stalking ah. towards the farmhouse. There we no, go. I, failure. I finally rolled low <laughs> for a sand check, so I pass. So Clyde's fine, apart from it's, it's a D3 for success. Uh, yeah, Drummond, grab that D10. Oh! All right. It is a seven. Oh, <laughs> right. uh, give, give me dude. that idea roll, then. Yes. Suddenly she wishes, he wishes he was not so smart. An O2! No! Uh, he's so smart. Uh, you, you are indeed fully aware that this is an animated corpse. This is of necromancy in the flesh this cannot possibly be and yet here it is right in front of you how would you like to flip the hell out oh god um i feel like i would just 
like red mist, like take take my rifle and just unload into it. All right, uh, give me a firearm. Without much roll. care for whether I'm actually hitting it or not, but mm-hmm. yeah, um, sixty-seven. Yeah, my firearm's eighty-five, so yeah, that's that's a success. Okay, give me that two d six plus four. Uh, five nine. Okay, uh, you start blowing into, uh, firing away into it, and you manage to blow an arm off as as it keeps on move, moving forward you're pretty certain you've just uh, almost like scratched it in a sense that it's taking bits of flesh of firing off it. And you've got this arm that's kind of almost hanging off it. It's still moving and it's still going towards that house. Blow it up, blow it up, blow it up, Goche, blow it up. So I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll just drop to a knee and start firing the carbine right into it then. And so far, I'm just trying to stay out of the way of both of them firing like maniacs. And I've raised my hand to Dylan saying, get down, there's fire. Something, so they're yeah. shooting at somebody. So we've gotten down. Grandma, okay. get down. Uh, she's, going to, uh, she's going down towards, uh, down to the kitchen where Annalise said she's found it, found it. Yeah. Saying, what, child, what have you done? She, she's calling as she heads downstairs. All right, I'm looking out the door. Oh, yeah, I was going to say the window. Give, uh, both of you that haven't seen it yet, give me yep. sanity checks. <laughs> I figured that's coming. <laughs> Finally, I fail. 99. <laughs> I got 89. I got 89. Okay, well, for uh, for Dylan, it's not quite fuck? enough to uh, take the full hit. But both of you give me a D10. What the fuck? I got seven. Uh, intelligence. Uh, yep, yeah, that sounds oh. like a big zero. So give me a give me the int rolls. I I also got an intelligence roll. So I've seen the dead body already, and I know what it is, and mm-hmm. that's not possible. So I've I've taken full thirty six. So that would be a Seven. regular success. You are aware that this is impossible. Uh, yeah, I always flip that man. Um, <laughs> same thing. I think I need. This is evil, or like I think I just you know start shooting. Like I, oh. mean, I got a gun in my hand. I uh, I also rolled red mist. <laughs> oh, do you want me um, to roll it? You can if you want, or you can you can decide how you wish to flip out. And I got I got attack the nearest foe, so I'm going to immediately run out with my this time with my probably with my rifle, and I'm. Shooting at it also. Right. Um, Dylan and Flint, can I have an opposed power roll from you two, please? Because you just hear this voice from downstairs as you start to uh, start to head out, that just this raspy, inhuman, just terrible voice just uh, intones, Stop! I got a 32. Oh, power roll. 54 out of 60, so it would be a regular success. 32 out of 50, regular success. 28 is hard for me, so that's a success on both of you two. Yep, so, we'll, um, we'll get to you in a, minute, in a moment, but your, okay. your intention is to go outside and just start blasting this thing. Well, yeah. and I think it's red mist, so I'm not really fully in control of... I'm just... Yeah, Okay. Um, can I have uh, spot hiddens then from the three of you that are outside? 
or at least the three that are well actually not drummond because you're uh, you're temporarily insane as you're kind of blasting away at the thing anyway but the, the two of you that are i mean in control of your set faculties uh, oh regular success i can make it odd for uh, four points that nah, regular is fine but clyde and a, a regular fail for me <laughs> okay uh, Clyde's probably more interested in the uh, kind of this corpse stalking forwards towards the house, and it's almost at the far wall uh, by this point. Uh, Ricard sees that as this, you vaguely hear this voice off in the distance that yells, stop. And Flint and Dylan just get to the front door and kind of stop, not mid-stride, but come to a, a slow stop. Got arms going limp by their sides, uh, eyes rolled back in the and in, in their heads, and like drool coming out the corners of their mouths as uh, they have stopped. Drool like the one we saw on the dead man. Yes. Uh, oh, and the corpse has no head, so I do not know if it rules or not. Is it still moving forward despite the punctures and the limbs? It's it's getting towards the kind of flat edge of the farmhouse. Well, I think first things first, I want to blow it up. It's too unnatural to allow to exist. So... Uh, okay. Does this... Um, describe to me then how you are planning to dispatch it. Uh, so I was approaching the barn when it... Well, after I saw it through the window, I yeah. did some machinery, I moved up, and then everyone started shooting, so I came down. And now it's moving forward, and I just say, okay, shortest time, and basically bowl it towards the thing. It can't go forward if with no legs, even if it doesn't evaporate. Okay, so you're trying, you're essentially throwing the explosive at, uh, at the thing. We. Oui. Okay, uh, give me a luck roll first of all. Hmm. Uh, no problem. Twenty-two. Okay, you stay far enough outside of Drummond's kind of hail of bullets which are firing, uh, firing towards it, so you're not getting friendly fire. And uh, now give me a throw roll. Thought they put more in that. Ah, still twenty-three, no problem. Regular. Okay, you, uh, you lob the explosive. Um, how much? Oh, how much of a timer? But uh, how much of a delay on the detonator have you set? Uh, it, yeah, I. Because I was moving faster than I thought, I twisted it down to the smallest thing. So it's almost a grenade. Okay, give me a uh, give me a demolitions roll to make sure that you are not letting this thing go off immediately as it leaves your hand. Uh, that is a sixty-five or a fifty-eight. Uh, I do not see any reason not to spend luck. I do not want you... to. I've already lost my beauty and several fingers. <laughs> right. You throw this thing uh, and it lands pretty much in front of the in front of the corpse, realizing that you have set it to less than two seconds. So almost as soon as it leaves your hands, it then hits the ground and it doesn't even get a chance to bounce. Uh, this thing goes boom and blows the half of the side of the barn, uh, the farmhouse with it. Uh, damage on explosives is rare that I get a chance to look at the damage table, uh, the uh, weapons table in the uh, the core rule book for explosives. 
So let's uh, let's treat this as uh, plastic. So this will be sixty ten, please. Oh. <laughs> Nine uh, plus fourteen twenty three uh, thirty three thirty five. Okay, uh, there is an almighty explosion, say that blows up the pretty much the half side of the farmhouse entirely. Um, party luck. Who has the lowest luck? 53. 57. 57. 53. 65. Yeah. Ah, because I spend the luck, I am now the lowest. 53. Not so bad. He said, and then rolled 65. Okay. So when the dust and this red mist that used to be the headless body of an airman finally dissipates, and probably two smoking boots that are left on the ground uh, where it was uh, previously standing. Um, there is a nice cross-section of the farmhouse, which is gone. Uh, you can see inside that um, no one has died in the explosion, thankfully, inside the house. That, that body is gone beyond, uh, beyond all recognition. But you can see uh, Annalise is lying on the floor, having been thrown aside from the explosion. Um, Say so she was holding this, wine, uh, this kind of wine box, um, it looks like the grandmother has also been uh, knocked to the floor as she was coming down the stairs, uh, but neither of them are hurt, per se. Um, those of you, though, this, this also does snap uh, Flint and Dylan out of this. As far as you were concerned, you were doing exactly what you wanted to do. You were running down the stairs and you were shooting blindly at this thing. And now all of a sudden there's ringing in your ears and the thing isn't there. It's just this red mist in the air as there's a crater with two... Uh, Two, f two stumps of feet coming out of boots. Oh, I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to stand there for a few seconds because I suddenly feel like I've blacked out. Never blacked out before. Um, so I'm just standing there blinking my eyes and looking around at everybody. You, you start taking in the scene and it's then that you... Uh, you look, happen to look down at the box where Annalise has dropped it. And where she's dropped it, it's got the sides of it have split open. And you can see a severed head inside, leathery skin as if this thing is almost partially mummified with uh, dark, uh, matted, messy, messy hair and two glistening eyes which stare at you and blink. Huh. I I I must be uh, dizzy. I, I just stand there staring at it, looking back at it. Um, See, its its lips of its mouth quiver. I'm really convinced that I'm just something happened. I maybe I got hit by a bullet. I feel around, see if there's like a bullet lodged in my head. You, you kind of you tap yourself over, and yeah, the, you've been hit by some bits of bits of building that have been flying around. Blood on my but, fingers. Yeah, a little, but not 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 enough to concern you. It's just it's just like a 
<laughs> an appetizer. Yeah. It's nothing like your own brand. Um, um, and I just start pointing at the head. I look over at it. Uh, the others can also arrive at this point if you wish. There's nothing going to stop you from arriving there now. Of course, I'm con- do I need to do another sand roll, or am I because I'm already? <laughs> because you're already a little bit loopy, I'm not uh, not having you worry too much about this because it's in quick succession. We're seeing the uh, seeing the, uh, the yeah. headless body. I'll take but... an extra point of damage. <laughs> so much. I'm just standing I, there staring. I look at Flint and I just unholster my Colt and I, I'm like kind of waiting to see if you're doing the same thing. Mm-mm. No, I think I'm hallucinating, but I'm just pointing at it. Um, like I have it like like this, and I'm hesitating. I'm waiting for anybody else to acknowledge that this thing is like looking at us and mumbling. And I'm, I think I am uh, feeling concerned about my error in uh, estimating the time I want to charge. I'm going to the young woman to see if she is can be aroused. Yeah, she's a bit, she's a bit groggy, but then she's. Kind of worriedly looking around for the uh, well, presumably looking around the room, and finally settles her eyes on the uh, the broken open box, and you can see the look of shock and panic on her face. Uh, Mamzelle, explain this. Uh, why? What? Well, you can't what? be. We need to get. It can't be damaged. It's too valuable. What the fuck? She just points to it. And you can see t- tears running down her face. He can't be damaged. He's too valuable. He's we, he's he's keeping the things at bay. He's making sure that they, that they don't come for us. Now I, I lower my gun and point at it. And I go, what the fuck is this? And I'm he's, like trained right on it with my finger on the trigger. What is it? At the head I, or at her? No, at the head, yelling oh, at her. Okay, yeah, give me a uh, give me a listen roll. Uh 35. Let me see. Sorry. No, I, I failed. I'm going I, to the old woman in the meantime. Uh, Flint can also give me a listen roll because you're uh, fairly close to this. 81. I I've uh, right now the only sound in my ears is that sort of that's you know, fine the blood rushing. Failure is a good thing because you don't hear the command it's trying to give you. <laughs> uh, is can I rouse the old woman? Yeah, yeah, you can go get up to the staircase and go, go gradually go shake her and gently uh, tap her on the cheek. And yeah, she's go waking up and go, where? What? What happened? Where? where where's the box? Where's the box? Madam, this box uh, that obsesses your family. What is this thing? It's, is, it's what it's what was keeping us safe up until when the soldiers came, and then the the, the soldiers found it, and they they went they went crazy. I mean, he that that madman upstairs. He was he was listening to it talking. He was going. He was listening to all the things it had to say, and he wasn't he wasn't ready for it. Safe from what, madam? From knowledge that man was not meant to know, 
things that man should know nothing of. He learned that he'd listen to it. This is why they ban our insane, they hear our voice. So we should destroy this box, no? No, no, you can't. It's, this, it's the only thing standing between us and the dark. This is what made the man walk without a head? She, uh, this look of like white, uh, like really color drains from her face. And uh, she turns and looks accusingly over at Annalise and says, What the hell did you do? You didn't, you, you didn't. And you could, the uh, Annalise of uh, crying looks back at her grandmother and says, I had to, I had to give it a body. And uh, grandmother leaps in. You know what happened the last time? That thing will not be stopped. And uh, you have these two very distraught, uh, a young and old lady, basically yelling at each other. Uh, you kind of catch pieces between you of apparently the old woman is saying this kind of thing happened before the last time that uh, that they gave the head a body. Um, one of the members of the family died. That there was a young kid that was found eaten out in the field. Whereas the young, uh, the young girl is saying, no, this is the only way we're going to be able to save the family. The rest, the rest of us died. The, there's, so, there's so much chaos. The war is coming. We're all going to die if we don't give it what it needs. Man, and the shouting, a... you can't hear the, whatever's coming out of the head whatsoever. Rishard, you have the other one from the bag from, from earlier. Uh, a charge, you mean? Oh, I have four. There's no problem. I, I, the thing must be destroyed. It's too unnatural, right? Is is against God and uh, man. Is the thing still in the box, or is the head loose? Um, when when you turn back to it, because you were kind of keeping your uh, gun trained on it, yeah. you can see it's trying to roll itself out of the crack in the side of the box that it's I, trying to roll across the floor. I tilt the box a little so he could see this thing moving in the box. Like yeah. I don't put push it over, but I just tilted enough where they they could see the mouth to come in or whatever. And I think I start chuckling a little bit and I just shrug my shoulders and turn and walk away. I'm just gonna walk away. I think I've lost my mind. <laughs> After all you've done now, this is what sets you over the edge. Yeah, I think <laughs> I need to seek professional help. So are you walking out of the house? Well, I thought we were in outside the house already. Away yeah. from the ruin of yeah. the house? I'm just, I'm walking towards the road and just, I'm going to walk. A, a few minutes ago, until Act of Rickard happened, it was inside the house. Now it's just the part of the cross section of the house that's not there anymore. So you can easily walk out through that massive hole that he's blown in the side of the house. Uh, uh Tata off. Keep your head on uh, your foot on the head so it does not go away while I fix the next charge. Maybe we put <laughs> it in the mouse, no? Yeah. But what's going on over there? I come over to take a look at what's going on. First, I've... we have a body with no head. Now we have a head with no body. The body with no head walks. The head with no body talks. The, uh, this place is. Uh, uh, a little piece of hell on earth. Oh my God! So I, I'm Dylan. seeing the head, like glowing eyes. Oh yeah, uh, Dylan, you've got you say you've got your foot on the head. That means you're pretty close. Give me a uh, give me another listen roll. 
Uh, 74. Foul. You, you've got your uh, your foot quite uh, aptly positioned right over its mouth. <laughs> so you, uh, you hear this thing going... I think I'm running after Flint. It's like, you know, clapping a uh, hand on your shoulder. Where are you oh. going? Oh, my... Apparently, I... I'm thinking that severed heads can talk. I, I'm, I, I need to, we're I all need to seeing go. that. I, I need to but, go. Um, you, no, just, no, I've, I've can... got a, I've got a problem. I know I've got a problem. Something's wrong. Um, I can't we're deal all, with this. We're all, we're all seeing it, Cormac. We're all seeing it. Just stand down, have a seat, take a drink. I think there's some scotch around here. I, I don't know. Everything I, Sit, sit, sit. Don't go uh, anywhere. That is why right. they had the scotch. Only now do I realize they had the scotch because of the mama. Uh, I'm ready uh, when you are. Stand back, please. I'll, I'll sit down on the ground, but I'm I'm not facing the... I'm yeah, that's that fine. I'm, pour, I'm pouring you a, sh- a shot of something. <laughs> Handing I, you a flask. Here, I have a drink. My foot off of it, I jump back because I don't want to... I'm afraid it's going to like like a... Yeah, no, keep keep your boot right there, and I shove a little bit of the plastic in the mouth. An and I give it, one might say. Yeah. I give it uh, four feet of cord so we can stand back while. Okay. Right. You jam the uh, block of plastic into its mouth. Um, can I have a opposed pal roll from Dylan and Ricker, please? Uh, ooh, foul. 78 out of 60. Where's my pal? Oh, I rolled a three. I can stare it down. Oh, okay. Um, in which case, uh, Ricker actually feels what's... Uh, and I've got 50 points of luck for the head. I can blow some of this. Losing it. I'm gonna I rolled 47, so I'm gonna burn 46 points of my 50 luck wow. to bring it down to an 01 to beat your extreme. Do you want to uh beat uh try and bring it down to a uh, a crit? Now uh, what will that re- I I only spend three, yes. If you want to bring it down to a crit will be one. Yeah, spend two points. There's nothing. Okay, in which case you feel something in your mind, even just the glare from this thing. Now that you're so close to it, it's trying. To, you can feel almost its influence trying to worm its way into your brain, like something is trying to, like, like a, a phantom hand is gripping hold of your perception and twisting it so that you you're not too sure what you're seeing is real and what isn't real, and you realize that as you're saying you're going to jam the plastic into its mouth. You're still holding it in your hand as you were about to go okay, wheel back and uh, blow yourself up, effectively. So I uh, may I try again to put it in? Uh, because because you succeed, yes, you can re- basically yeah. don't end up blowing yourself up. Is the, uh, the that key was thing. Uh, and uh, also I think Dylan looked like he. he I- I found there was a, so. a thing on his face, so I push him away. <laughs> you know, no. Dylan, Dylan looks like he's he's acting the way that he would act if you had done what you wanted to, to do. 
it's like he thinks that you have put the explosive in the mouth so he's pulling back but obviously he's pulling back with you and you are still holding the explosive when you blow <laughs> yourself up with it uh, good stay back sir one moment my friend uh what is the neck like of this thing is it sewn shut or is it open it's open it's it's ragged as hell ah. uh, this, this is an ancient head I, so um, maybe i stuff it up in the bottom of the head you you ram it right up because they don't like it <laughs> yeah. up them so ram uh, as you do so you can hear this thing just, like if you if you let me if you let me live i will sh i will show you the secrets of the universe i'll show you what lies beyond the veil and lies beyond death i will show you what lies in the void and you just the front the voice gets cut off as you uh, literally block its airway completely it is a good thing i think that i saw the ingenious work on the tank earlier because i know that this head has very good advice not at all <laughs> Right, and you are then pulling back, pull, uh, pulling back yeah. Dylan with you. Yeah, also, I, I see Flint doing some very fucked up stuff with his blades. <laughs> oh, I, I'm trying, and I'm trying to wrestle the knife away from him as he does this. <laughs> Give me that knife, god damn it, Cormac. <laughs> okay, uh, give, give me a uh, fighting brawl roll just to see if you can do it without hurting yourself. Okay. Oh, that's a, oh no, <laughs> that's a one hundred. Oh no! I saw the double zero. I, uh, I was excited. Oh. That. It, it, in that case, in the process, I accidentally cut you. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Here, let me see that. Yeah, but with you, the, I'd say with with rolling a double zero. Yeah, I'm going to say that you you do like maximum damage with the uh, with the machete. So that's what a D eight plus something was it? Yeah. Just stop. I, I yeah. Um have you got a damage bonus with that? Where is it? Yes, I've got a damage bonus. Oh, uh, it's uh D eight plus one D four. How's twelve points of uh, how's twelve points of damage look for Drummond? Whoa, oh, I have thirteen oh. health. <laughs> give me oh, give me God. a con roll. So I just yep. stick casually stick it in her. About That's there. a fail. So I'm just like sinking to the ground. Flint. You'll always be with me. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and uh, Corporal, Corporal Clyde, what about to you? <laughs> um, I'm just sort of coming up to all of this, and I, I see this happen, I'm guessing, to James. So I, I, I run over and I try to uh, push James back and drag uh, uh, James out of harm's way. Because no, to me, it, there's blood gushing out of uh, Drummond's neck. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to drag Drummond back a bit and do first aid immediately. Go, give me a first aid roll. All right, here we go. Uh, See if your dice have been waiting for this moment to charge up all that success. That is wait, wait for it. hey, hey, it's a, it's a success. It's forty-eight out of fifty-five. There you go. When the chips were down and you needed I, them, they pulled through. I did something. <laughs> <laughs> James, hold on. You're, you're sat there applying pressure to the a pressure to the wound and stopping Drummond from drowning on this ground, drawing pool of his own blood. He's heavy. <laughs> and I'm probably well, you probably can't hear understand me anyway. 
It's I'm like, sorry. Glug, glug, glug. I, didn't, I didn't. Honestly, I, it wasn't my intention to do anything to you at all. But you <laughs> yeah. ran onto my blade. Yeah, Flint's just going, going, licking the uh, licking the blade there, quite nonchalantly, just like not a care in the world. He's he's all he's out of it completely. Whereas, uh, yeah, Dylan and Rickard, you are sufficiently uh, pulled back enough. Uh, the old woman's coming back towards you. The uh, girl with you as well, kind of desperately pleading, "You can't do this. You can't destroy. You don't realize what forces this thing will unleash." Something worse than we have seen already, mm. the villagers and the bar. Stand back, mademoiselle. It's too late. I have set the charge. Okay. Um, in which case, uh, the old woman's just going to resignedly step back. Annalise is going to run forward and try to uh, try to remove the explosive from, uh, from the head before it goes off. Uh, give me a demolitions roll to see if she is successful or not. Phew. Uh, it's a hard success uh, she runs over there and is just about to bend over when it goes off so bits of 17 year old girl rain throughout the air um, probably um, it's a good thing Flit is too far away uh, I caught a little <laughs> splatter <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's raining girl like snowflakes <laughs> red snowflakes <laughs> uh, the uh, the poor uh, uh, I lost my words now. Uh, grandmother Margot uh, just drops to her knees and starts crying as she is covered in bits of her uh, her granddaughter. And I think that is where we can start to uh, to fade fade to black. But let's wrap up with a, a little bit of a uh, coda saying, "Where do you in, where do you intend to uh, to kind of go see your?" You're the rest of your fighting out the war going. I mean, Drummond's is probably an easy one, but you are, uh, with the amount of damage you've sustained, probably end up talking with a little bit like a distorted voice after having had a machete gone through the gone through the throat. Yeah, how, how about the rest of you? So we'll start with um, we'll start with Drummond, as I mentioned uh, mentioned him first. Um, if I make it, I don't know that I would even make it i don't know is there a role i could even make to determine if i well, I, I feel like i might just die here now, thanks to clyde's successful okay. first aid in the nick of me. time you are right. able to pull through you probably spend the rest of the war in military hospital but uh, yeah i was about to say i probably end up in a military hospital get a medical discharge go home and try to forget everything <laughs> that that sounds like a fair and sane thing mm -hmm. to do <laughs> And in fact, uh, as we uh, mentioned about the uh, the hero there, Clyde, uh, what happens to you? Um, well, let's see. Well, immediately after, I will stay with uh, James Drummond uh, until we can be either recovered by our side or whatever. Stay in the hamlet because with, I guess, two hit points and a heavy neck wound, probably shouldn't be moving. So I'll just stay by James's side and make sure James stays okay. If allied forces overtake us, great. If we get captured, yeah, there's a good chance we'll end up in a hospital, but at least it depends. If, if, it depends which, which of the Axis might capture us. But anyway, after that, uh, it, I don't think I'm too loony. I kept my sanity intact. 
but I'm a little disturbed. I'd probably uh, serve serve out the remainder of my uh, my enlistment in the war. Dodge it and then head home to a, a nice civilian life thereafter. Yes, and not talk about this ever again. Good plan. And Dylan? I would wait to make sure James was stabilized, but at the first chance, I would try and convince Richard that we know what's out there and we are chosen by God and we're here to kill the evil. We need to continue. Not the Germans, not the, the Italians, whoever. We need to find the monsters. That's what I'm going to do. Come with me. Please. God has picked us. I think it is uh, clear enough to me, my friend, you know, that the monster we have met is our friend Flint. Uh, if he has not already escaped into the woods, uh, we should perhaps cajole him and find an opportunity to put him down before he murders another one of us. He has become what we in French call a ghoul. He has tasted the flesh of humans and is no longer himself human. Okay. Uh, I am not in the least bit hostile towards any of you. I, I regret that I accidentally cut James. This um, nick on your arm, I see. It's uh, interestingly shaped like uh, the blade of your own knife. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the taste of my blood's become quite fascinating to me. And uh, um, But, I mean, I realize I'm, I'm ill. Um, me, you should get to an hospital as soon as possible. Uh, no, that's definitely where I'm heading. Uh, um, I mean, if you guys have compassion on me, and you know, you probably report me that I've lost, I've I've cracked up. I'll end oh, up we, in I'll end up in Sherrington Asylum. Yeah, uh, we have we, for, have, we yeah. have greater compassion than that. Uh, we will do it while you are asleep. Okay. Yeah. How we could do it. I was actually texting. Please. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it gives the blade more power. Probably walk up behind him while he was talking with uh, Richard and just. Pink. Aw. I was hoping that as I was dying, I could at least. Mm. <laughs> Uh, but okay, you take me out. And then I, I I fully in all of my essence believe that God picked us to f hunt the monsters. Is that sounding like uh, Dylan and Rickard going off of the to walk the path of investigators from there from there on in, potentially fighting anything else they uh, they come across as they start the, uh, the the advance with the rest of the Allied forces towards Berlin. <sighs> It will be a it will be a, a complex partnership because is God? I know I have seen what was in that barn. Not a God is in this world. He evangelizes, and I perhaps mop up, but perhaps we agree about what must be destroyed. 
well, if there is that evil, there must be a good. And I know I'm not working on it for the evil. And with us, probably banter goes on while we walk yeah, out. We are walking the- through the Alps after <laughs> leaving uh, poor Flint's body lying in the woodland. But Smile on my face. <laughs> blood on his lips and in his mouth. But then it seems like the rest of you, even though you are walking your different ways or lying in different ways in your hospital, it all seems like the uh, the four of you have agreed that, uh, at least in your own in your own separate fashions, that you will never explain, never tell any other living soul about what happened here, because what happened here, of that or of this, men shall know nothing. And that's where we bring the curtain down. Excellent. There we go. Very good. And any questions? I think we pretty much got most of it. <laughs> what was yeah. the grandmother? Right. Uh, the grandmother, she originally, uh, her, uh, her history is that she was from a wealthy Scottish family that married into uh, a German family, married into the Pole family, which is the, uh, the family that owned the farm, and rapidly realised she kind of made the wrong decision that uh, they, the family wasn't as affluent as she uh, she thought they were, and that they she soon found herself up kind of not living the lifestyle that she uh, she was accustomed to. And it wasn't until she was married into the family that she learnt their family secret that yeah we've got the head of this kind of undead thing that we uh, we keep that tells us secrets that man was not meant to know, and that she was very much an advocate to say this thing can't be it can't be given a body. Because when they gave it a body the last time, it ate her daughter. Uh, basically, it went out into the fields, found the, the little young girl that was her daughter at the time, and it got disemboweled her and just ate her. Because apparently kids are quite tasty, but the, uh, the, the thing doesn't mind about that, but kind of the humans took, took exception to it. So she still believed this thing had some kind of power and was holding back some dark force. Uh, that was just waiting beyond the veil to come forward and uh, potentially destroy the world as far as uh, she was concerned. But yeah, the, uh, the young girl was more interested in giving a body and le- letting it loose on the, uh, on the forces attacking the, the family. Yeah the, the, yeah, the Nazis and also the invading allied forces, basically anyone threatening the family. So it had given the Nazis commands and they had lost their minds and I, it hadn't, it hadn't awarded them. <laughs> um, the whole thing, uh, the whole firefight kicked off when one of the uh, soldiers, in fact, the, the one that died in the crossfire that I mentioned, the fifth uh, tank uh, tank crew, he walked into the house, found this thing, came outside going, what the hell's this? And he kind of held up the uh, the head in the box uh, to the rest of them. At that point, they all flipped out when it woke up, uh, but it woke up and started saying, Hey, if you uh, if you let me out of this and you give me a body, I can tell you the secrets of the universe. They just snapped. Uh, at that point, started kill, uh, started mowing everyone down, including the airmen that they'd found in the barn, because that's why that everyone had been gathered outside, is they were being asked, "Why have you got an, an, an allied, allied airman hidden in your loft? Are you working against the uh, against the Nazis?" At that point, you add the head into the situation, it goes up, bang, like a powder keg exploding, and that's why they all they all started shooting. They didn't they didn't hear any commands. The thing they were already driven insane just by seeing the thing and hearing the head talk. So it, they weren't getting direct commands to put human body parts into the tank, or they that, just that was pure, that was purely a manifestation of them being crazy. Got it. Oh, wow. 
and the yeah. and the strong aesthetic choice that's a horrible yeah. term for the <laughs> end of the first chapter basically yeah. is there any rationale for the origin of the head uh, almost essentially what the gm wants but if the if the headless body and the head connect there are then six options that can elaborate on what it wants and what it wants to do from there going forward. So it can play out quite differently each time, depending on uh, A, if that criteria is met, and B, whichever of options the GM wants to go with uh, to give a kind of rationale and backstory behind what this thing could be. It could be an ancient sorcerer. It could be anything up to like the master of death. It could be an entity that's trapped inside the head that's come from the dreamlands or from another another realm from beyond, from the court of Azathoth. There's, there's a whole range of options for it. So when, a oh, Annalise is the one that cut the head off the other body and carved the... the yeah, because uh, she, she'd learned from the head what to do uh, years ago, and that now she saw the opportunity, hey, we've got a whole load of uh, bodies in there, including the airmen that they've just executed. Why not put the body to some good use and see if it can fuck up the uh, the crazy Nazis and, like I say, anything else that comes in. So she had it all prepped and ready and was just waiting for it to reanimate and go to the house and uh, go in and get its head back. Or rather, its uh, new head. Wow. Right. Our players included David Gasway, Stuart Lipley, Jason Melnichok, Holly Buto, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Good gaming.